Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Guilt Free Podcast. With your lovely host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a very special guest on today. Um, Hella Mark Harley is you your name. It. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, fuck. I hope <laughs> I don't trip up. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I just know that because we're both from Northern California, or we're all from Northern California. Turns emphasis out. on the Hella yeah. part. Uh, how are you doing today, Mark? I'm doing great. I just drove down from Northern California. As I told you guys, yeah. but I just want to recap for the listeners, mm-hmm. if I seem a little weary from the road, <laughs> it's because I hauled ass to get here on time slash 15 minutes late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're all but, late a little bit. Yeah. Right. No, but it was, it's actually a big relief to be so. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be late. And then I got here and it's, you guys are very chill mm-hmm. and it's been, As you know, think. nice meeting you and talking to you beforehand. So. Yeah. Yes. I know. Thank you for coming down. Um, how, what kind of car do you drive? First a Prius. A Prius? <laughs> do you? Yes. You do? Okay, yeah. That was like the last yeah. thing I would expect. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Um, Why, what made you choose a Prius? Because I just don't give a fuck about cars, really. But, like, mm. I could tell you what my dream car is, but, like, what is I it? won't. Um, I would love, I like the old school Range Rovers. Mm. Like, I would yeah. love to drive a nice SUV, um, something along those lines. Like, a black Range Rover, I think, is a really cool and comfortable car. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't think I'd get one unless I could pay for it outright. Mm, you know? Right. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to, like be like, I look, I'm a baller, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, I know. I was expecting you to say like, I don't know, like a Ford F-150 or something. Uh, <laughs> and I've never been in a yeah. truck. So like, so my whole uh, life, I've just never really been into cars. Like I think all that shit's cool, but like, um, you know, if I felt like I was going to use a truck, then I would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's you kind know? of unnecessary to like haul around. In LA. LA. I'm yeah. like, why do people have trucks in LA? If you're in production, <laughs> like maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever, you know, but like I'm I'm detached from thinking a truck is cool. Like in Petaluma, I bet, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that because as you go north and oh, win, yeah. like trucks weren't really cool at Terra Linda, but in fucking San Marino, Nevada, that was the coolest shit sure. you could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so but like that doesn't that's not in my hard drive. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But I think it'd be cool to get a Harley Davidson motorcycle. Mm-mm. Like just you oh, know hell no. <laughs> I would die in it like immediately, but because of my name. Yeah. Oh, because of your name, yeah. Harley. Yeah. But that's really oh, okay. it because I'm also very scared of dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just think like one little wrong move and you're toast. Like my dad used yeah. to be an EMT and he said like the gnarliest thing that he saw was like a guy on a Harley Davidson crash in like the street and he had to go like retrieve his leg on the other side of the freeway mm-hmm. and it was like still in his like motorcycle boot. Just not yeah. worth it. Like at all. I mean, I guess like if you want to like have that thrill and like live life on the edge or whatever, but <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. trying to like not. <laughs> yeah, I'm just that's like the the whole thing where people go like skydiving and like go underwater. Like what is scuba it? Just diving. takes it's one like, little mistake. Yeah, people will do it like ten thousand times, and be, then I don't want to put myself in that situation. If you don't have to, <laughs> do you have any bumper stickers on your car? Do you have like that one that says "Cool Prius, bro"? Says no. <laughs> no, I, I have an aversion to bumper stickers. Like, yeah. I, Prius, bro. You know, <laughs> Seen that? I mean, I would though. I don't know because I, I don't take the car seriously. So I'm like, it's you know, it'd be funny just to do stuff like. But anytime I see bumper stickers on a car, I'm like, 
I, I do kind of judge people for like putting like their political beliefs or whatever. I mean, maybe yeah. it's funny, but I'm like, it kind of just makes the car like you wouldn't see that on a fucking Lamborghini, you know? Yeah, right. yeah. No, definitely <laughs> not a Lamborghini. The only one that I've liked I've seen is like ass, cash, or grass. No one rides for free, but that's like kind of corny. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> like, that and like, but that's the signal you're sending to the world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. true. So unless that person really knows your personality, you know, you're like, you know, it's a joke. I'm not actually. I mean, I or you could so. have like a Blue Lives Matter one, so you could like you know be friendly with the cops, so they won't like pull you. That's over. a good idea. I was gonna say you see a lot of those in like American flags, and um, I used to kind of judge that because I'm like, who the fuck is so like hyper patriotic and hyper like cops everything? But then having traveled the country a little bit and meeting a lot of these people, it's kind of like it, it's more to me. It's just like I'm blue collar. You know, yeah, yeah, and and I don't like begrudge anybody. Like I, I see their perspective now, and I think a lot of people do perceive like, like nobody respects cops. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, you know, that's not my natural inclination. But I'm like, I see where you're coming from, and I see that you're trying to be like, right? See, I fucking hell yeah, yeah. And it's not cynical, but you could be cynical and be like, yeah, yeah. officer, and it'd probably work. <laughs> it would, but then you run the risk of like getting your windows bashed in when you're like parked on the street and like somewhere like sketchy. Yeah, because you know? people do have that For animosity. Sure. Like friends of mine are like, I have friends who are very much like anti like Blue Lives Matter, and they're always sending me like, look at this fucking truck, or like a group chat that's like you know my my group chat that has uh, essentially all liberal friends in it, <laughs> like. They, they always seem. You have, that? One you have a Republican and Democrat. <laughs> I mistakenly said like I a know, Republican right? message. Yeah, like, I just remember like during the pandemic, like it was like every day it was like Trump, COVID, Trump, COVID, Trump, right. COVID. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about any of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's so in that group chat, I'm more likely to be like, look at this fucking truck with the American flag, and the, and I just try not to be judgmental towards anybody because it's like that person is probably sincere in their beliefs, you know, yeah. and if they're not actively hurting anybody. I don't know. I just, you know, I think it's important so to like. So do you like code switch when you're like hanging out with these different groups? Ha, like do you ha, like kind of keep really your good mouth? Question. Like if you're hanging out and they like yeah. say like some political stuff that you don't agree with, are you just silent or do you just like kind um, of? That's a really astute question. <laughs> Seriously. I don't think yeah. anybody's ever asked me that before. And I always tell me like, I, so I majored in political science and it's something that I've spent a lot of time thinking about and debating and have let it go because for the most part, it's not ever beneficial for you to take like an assertive political stance around friends or strangers. Right, mm-hmm. and, for sure. And I, I think I can talk politics with anybody, but you can turn the conversation into like, tell me why you believe that or mm-hmm. trying to empathize with somebody, even though your natural inclination may, to, may be to not agree with that. So like, it's it, it was fun from like, I like debating as mm-hmm. a sport, but like that can permanently damage friendships sometimes you know that's so crazy to take something that seriously like, yeah in a i mean i don't like you can i, I think to, it's like, important stop being to friends with somebody yeah but it, it has happened <laughs> like, you know what i mean yeah, like it, it's sure. certainly happened yeah. and so sure. i try to unless somebody asks me my political beliefs i try to virtually never articulate them but you i can feel still like you're kind of like independent like i would consider myself politically heterodox so like certain issues Mm-hmm. you know, on the menu of like left and right politics. And I also try to differentiate like economic left, social left, social rights. You know, like there's, 
Right. Politics is generally more complex. Yeah. People are like, this is woke. And it's like, I mean, that's okay. crazy to just like completely like take bias to a side just because you're like, I'm a Democrat. Right, like, right. Because I'm a Democrat and I have all these 40 yeah. different beliefs. Like, I'm you all. You don't have to think like that. You yeah. can have multiple and so, opinions. Exactly. And yeah. But that's really not, it's, it's kind of taboo to like say, I believe in pro choice, but I also believe you should have as many guns as you want. Right. You know what I mean? Like those mm -hmm. two things don't line up. And so, and that's something in particular that I've come around on. I used to like have a very anti-gun sentiment, but just didn't know anything about guns. And now I tend to see like that as not the solution. Whereas in a place like Australia, okay, you banned all guns and like deaths by gun go down to zero, but that's not the country we live in. And I think there are like, it's interesting to watch anytime we have like school shootings and stuff like that. It's always like ban the guns. And I've just come around to seeing like, I don't personally believe that that's the solution because most people own guns or law abiding citizens who are just really into guns. And I'm not like, I don't have a gun fetish, but I understand. I've yeah. tried to wrap my mind around like, you really like this thing and you'll meet a guy who's really into guns and it's like, oh, you're a gun nerd. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're yeah. not a bad guy. You're just like, this is a, your fucking dorky passion. Do you have a gun? I don't, but I okay. would get one. Like I've, I've been thinking about it more. Yeah. Um, There's just so many crimes in LA. So I feel like the whole like gun discussion is just like so many different layers. Like yes. because it's like we just have so many criminals. Like every like I was just talking about this with my friends, like everyone we know that has lived in Hollywood Hills, they've like all been burglarized. Right. Like it, people just breaking in and like stealing shit. That, and that's Even been with a them recent, home. Yeah. Yes. Like like trying to shoot at them. So stab when you them, see like, that, like, yeah, it's like so if it's I like if you I need lived, to have a gun. Absolutely. So now I see it as very rational and there's like that's in LA because of this crazy crime problem. Right. And then also and that's poverty and that's like yeah. people not making and then, living wages. And more lenient yeah. approaches to crime as yeah. well. Right. Yeah. Because we see people like stealing out of stores. And it's right. like, it's an interesting balance for like in California specifically, it's like, Oh, it, most people agree that we've gotten a little bit too far yeah. towards like leniency and understanding of criminal behavior. Um, you know, whereas you might be able to make the argument, like, in general, the U.S. incarcerates a lot of fucking people. Right. But, like, there is, you know, maybe we don't incarcerate enough in California. Just um, the, like, the physical just object of a gun, though, is scary. Like, when I lived with so my scary. ex, he would yeah. keep a gun, like, right by the bed, just, like, open case. It is And scary, I'm like, yeah. honestly, I feel more unsafe just sleeping next to that than I yeah. do, like, without it and, like, having someone break in. Because, like, what if, you know, people can have weird sleep problems where they, like, wake up and sleepwalk and, like, put weird shit in the oven? and Like, what? Like, <laughs> I could 100%. just wake up and go crazy in my sleep. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, people can do that. I know. So it's like, that's just, and it just takes one little. And the story, have you heard, like, the murder mystery story of the guy, like, his wife, like, went to the bathroom or something in the middle of the night and he, like, wasn't really thinking straight. And he like pulled out his gun when she came back. Like, the guy did? Yeah, shot her. <laughs> Do you like, know what her. Was this in America? Yeah. Because there's also. It was also like that. years ago, okay. but he killed her because he thought it was like an intruder. Right. Yeah. So but you're, people you're, are trying to claim that he didn't think it was an intruder. Yeah, ever. oops. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't think, is this like a too personal of a question to ask you, but are you on steroids? Yes. You are? Yeah. No, that's, okay. a, a, that's like not for many people it would be, but I tried to be open and transparent about it. Like I made the decision to do that okay. um, after, you know, and I can go through, not that it's of particular interest to you and I don't mean to cut you off like in no, the first no. part of your question, but philosophically, 
mm-hmm. I'm aligned with like, be open about this because if you're not, you can't teach anybody about it. Like liver king. <laughs> yeah. Exhibit A. <laughs> right. But, but also I do, um, you know, to have you it, met him? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he appeared on my podcast actually. Yeah. Like oh, he did nice. like an intro. Yeah. It was, it was cool. And he's like a really nice charismatic. Does he really guy. smell bad? I wouldn't say bad. I would say this dude, like, you know, there's a difference between stress sweat and like workout sweat. Yeah. I would say he smells extremely masculine. It's almost like what you, but I wouldn't consider it's pungent, but like. But I heard it's because he like shits outside and doesn't even wipe. (laughs) I don't know how bad that can make you I bet he wipes. I bet he wipes. He doesn't really shower, but then there's like this whole argument about like humans. That Humans might... shouldn't wash their bodies anyway or something like what? that because of the bacterial layer. Have you ever heard about this? Right. No, I have yeah. heard that. Like, Never? like stripper skin. <laughs> yeah. Now, am I going to participate in that? Like, no, because no. I don't want to be the guy like, oh, yeah, well, it's going to start I'm, smelling good soon. I'm cool you know? with I'm on fucking up my hormones with perfume. Yeah. <laughs> stripping yeah, my layers so of skin. You smell really good. Thank you. Yeah, I noticed that. And I, I don't, like I don't, smelling not, not that Mia didn't, but like. <laughs> yeah. um, She's overpowering. No, no, your perfume hit me and I was like, that's a really nice scent. And uh, I just didn't tell you before, so. Thank you. She's yeah. a perfume head. She I loves all the toxins. Yeah. I like it. Like, Fuck up the hormones. It's, it's very powerful. And probably guys will tell you this. It's like a woman's scent can have such a lasting impression and like a powerful effect in person. And then you like remember it, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. It's such a powerful associator with like memories. Yeah. What about I'm a big bad scent? <laughs> I feel like we were, that's, that could fuck up a whole evening. We were yeah. just talking. We were like, that's damn near the worst thing offense. a girl can do is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to like offense. show up on a date and smell bad. Like yeah. there's like, nothing worse like yeah. your outfit cannot really match or, or like, i was talking to really one of my guy friends yeah. and he was saying that like whenever he's like having sex with a girl and she like puts her arms up and he gets like a whip of her arm oh in. my I'm god like, oh that's my worst nightmare uh, i don't think that's ever happened to me though oh, like, really? like I, I assume it could because if she's not bathing or wearing I just deodorant feel like there's so whatever. many like smells in sex that you're not really gonna like smell the pits yeah, I mean, I don't know. If it's yeah, like I feel strong. like at that point, it's like you're mixing, like there's sweat going on and bodily fluids. Like, so that's never personally happened to me. But like, I was going to say, to your point, mm-hmm. you can fuck up an outfit, you can fuck up your makeup. And it's like, I'm going to still want to have sex with you if I'm attracted to you. Right. But a smell can almost like <laughs> kill your erection. You know, like, like, yeah. it's like, like, imagine fucking, or Except this is what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Our friend said that shoes can fuck up. Zay said he wouldn't fuck the girl in the sketch. I feel like shoes is, for a, is guy? a less offense than a scent. For, <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not saying yeah. for him, like he may have those no, preferences. No, the shoes really were crazy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm trying to picture like the out, like if I was attracted to a girl when she's naked, what she puts on her body, it'd almost be a fun challenge to be like, what can you do visually to turn me off if I know what's underneath there, you know? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is a scent is an involuntary, it's like, you know, if, if you're having sex with a woman and like, shit is wafting into your nose, that would probably kill your erection. So like, it, it's the one thing that would like make it <laughs> yeah. physically oh, difficult to yeah. have sex. Yeah, you know? no, like physically, yeah. <laughs> um, but to bring it back to the steroid, the steroid thing. <laughs> <I didn't mean> to, <laughs> yeah, no, that was like oh, an elaborate distraction. I was totally just saying, I don't think steroids and guns normally like go together well, right? Like, have <sighs> you seen the killer's <laughs> So like I don't know. <sighs> well, that that plays on the idea of is roid rage a thing? Yeah, that was what I was going to ask you. Oh. Have you experienced that at all? Is that like I would that's... say roid rage is generally overblown in media. There are <laughs> like because people are either assholes or not. 
you know, yeah. and, um, or like angry or not. And having more androgens in your body can lead to more aggressive behavior. But typically you find out that the people who like have these big incidents of roid rage, um, like they're already like that before, or they're high strung or they're neurotic or they're like hyper confrontational already because testosterone and other anabolic agents are often mood enhancers. Like guys mm. will report, you know, if you have low testosterone and you take um, 150 milligrams a week to put you in the high end of normal, a lot of guys will report mood enhancement. They're like, I just feel great. I'm in oh, a good really? mood. So there's, but then what's that bell curve look like? You know, mm. I'm depressed over here. I'm happy here. And then going into the high, high, high androgen range. Um, for example, Tren is a big meme that I'm sure you see all the time. Like if you're in fitness at all, like guys are always joking about taking Tren, mm. which is Trenbolone acetate. And it's this uh, steroid that's made uh, for cattle, but it's, mm. it's very powerful and has some unique qualities. Guys take it because it has this kind of effect of like um, nutrient compartmentalizing, like it drives more glycogen to your muscles and allows for like fat loss and muscle gain, even while you're in a deficit, like mm -hmm. more so than even other steroids. However, the side effects of it, if it's extremely androgenic, so like the, the male hormone aspect of it um, is very powerful, can lead to less sleep. Like you get mm -hmm. night sweats, mm -hmm. um, which can lead, like if you're not sleeping, you tend to like go down this road of psychosis, <laughs> yeah. you know? So it's like, yeah. it doesn't even matter what the aggregates are. It's like, if you can't sleep at night, which like you're redlining your body when you put a lot of androgens in it. Just but are so you like, tired or are you just like, uh, you don't, you're not going to register as tired. You're going to register as like, I'm amped up. And like, when you don't get a lot of sleep, you know, and you wake up and you're like, still on caffeine, like, you know, it's like your blood pressure's going, so your mm. heart rate's up. There's all these things that happen that kind of like, you know, just. But you're like alert? Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, but I would say that's a drug in particular that's like almost like the roid rage drug. Okay. How long have you taken steroids? I took a few cycles when I was in college, so starting at the age of 18 after my freshman year of college. Mm. I got pretty big naturally, like a lot of people, will, you know, won't believe this, but it's like, I'm only like 25 pounds heavier than I was naturally at my peak. I got up to like 230. I did my first steroid cycle. Are you got supposed to cycle it? Like <clears throat> you do some and then take a break and then do more? That's one theory of anabolic usage. Uh -huh. um, the more prevalent theory is blasting and cruising, mm. and oh. which I'll get back to in a second <laughs> if you're interested. But like that's a, these are really good questions. Yeah, I took like three cycles in college, then stopped from the age of 21 like 20 really to 34 and then started taking TRT and I've taken a much more informed kind of like minimum effective dose approach to it. Mm. Um, but I haven't gone off like taking a TRT level dose of testosterone, which is 150 milligrams a week, which can get you amazing results if you optimize your diet and your nutrition. Okay. So mm. like there also are guys who like, you've passed on the street, hundreds of guys that you don't know are on steroids who take steroids and just really? still So, yeah. oh, cause they don't like work out or like do the- Or they have sheet genetics or they're not doing their diet right. Or cause like- uh-huh. Steroids don't make you lose fat. A lot of guys will message me like, what steroids should I take to, to lose body fat? I'm like, get on a fucking diet, fatty. Yeah. I don't actually say that, but I will tell them, you know, it's me. Um, but they might need to hear that because right. it's like, you can, even a, a guy naturally, like when you get below 10% body fat, you kind of look like you're on steroids anyway. Cause like, you can see all these little muscles, your veins come right. out, you know, right. it, you start to look enhanced, even though maybe in a t-shirt you look smaller, but it's the body fat is the real 
you know, and now it can make it easier to lose body fat while preserving muscle, uh-huh. but you can't take a pill that actually makes you shed fat. Except for the open, opazemic. Right, yeah. which is really just a appetite suppressant. Uh, but okay. that might be the fucking thing preventing you from Might as well just right. get a Coke habit and, just, you know, <laughs> just do that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, is there a reason why you wanted to be, like, buff? <laughs> That's another good question. <laughs> These are like... all insightful questions. Um, and things that I think about a lot. The, the, the deepest answer I can give you is... Yes, like guys of my generation. So I'll give you the broad answer that I think applies to like a lot of guys. Because uh-huh. like, that's a legit question. Why Why yeah. do you need to be buff? Uh, yeah. And then I mean, that plays into yeah. my insecurities and kind of like mm-hmm. idea of what a man is based on how I was raised. Like were and, you, did, when you grew up, were you like super small? Like were you skinny, scrawny? And then you're just like tired of pictures. being... Did I? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like maybe I'm just uh, but Not skinny because I was always like large for my age. Um, but here's what you... I would say when I was in high school, like, yeah, I was like probably six foot when I entered high school, but like, I looked at myself and I was skinny, but like, I know, I know girls like my body, for example, like when I was like swimming and stuff like that, I was like, oh, and I'm in a speedo, like girls seem to pay me more attention, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So it wasn't like, I didn't feel like I needed to like put on muscle to get girls. And in fact, it's probably the opposite in a lot of ways. Like it makes it, whether or not they're attracted to it, it's almost like, admitting that you like a certain look is kind of taboo. Like, it's a complicated question, you know, right. but I think you understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say you're inundated. My heroes growing up, the Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, G.I. Joe, every action Arnold figure. Sp- Arnold I was literally going to say Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. And so, like, as a pro wrestling fan, your heroes growing up are these guys with gigantic muscles and speedos. And then to learn working out, my resources growing up were like, Flex Magazine, Muscle and Fitness, and it's all these guys who are on steroids who they did not talk about steroids. And that's one of the reasons that I try to be extremely open about it. And anybody who asks me, like, I'll answer in any level of detail you want. Like, you're asking, am I on steroids? Other guys might be like, what are you taking right now? And I'm like, I'll tell you exactly what I'm taking right now because I want to inform you and not run from this taboo that I think is responsible for fucking a lot of kids up, including myself. Cause I'm like, these guys are on the cut. Like they'd show these 300 pound dudes who are like 4% body fat, who are like open bodybuilding competitors um, on the Olympia stage. And they're like, and I take creatine, you know, like they're selling some product and and making it seem like this is the secret to my success. I got here because I drink whey. Exactly. But that's, it sounds ridiculous (laughs) now, but it's like, there was zero mention of steroids in any fitness magazine. Yeah. Like maybe that's still the case. It's just more open. I I feel like they don't. Yeah. There's what would be the incentive? They're trying to sell supplements. Like, you know, but influencers started making a name like starting with maybe Rich Piana, you could say, but like he would just be completely open about it. Yeah. And that kind of set this trend in, in the mid 2000s where like now it's it's less taboo and you can kind of make that choice for yourself. But there's other people who came up in that era who feel like it's still taboo to talk about. You know, so like mm-hmm. some people, if you were a bodybuilder in the 90s, maybe you've never talked about your own steroid usage, mm-hmm. you know, or, or at the time, like I remember Ronnie Coleman, who was eight time Mr. Olympia, just the biggest human being Did he of do all steroids? Time. Ronnie Coleman? Yeah. Yes, but him, with before he took steroids, is like he was bigger still... than anybody else. Yeah. You know, so that's the thing. It's like mm. he became Mr. Olympia because he's 
one in a his body was so billion, crazy. Yeah, just the craziest <laughs> physique. He could beat most guys before taking steroids because he's just like this. He's so like fucked up now. Like his correct. body is like yes, so yes. Up. So that's that's so interesting that you know all that. His body, like, since he just had so much muscle mass, now it's, like, deflated. Like, he's literally yeah. crippled. But mm. he also, the thing with that is he had a, a number of back surgeries because yeah. he also lifted. Like, if you get really big <laughs> in bodybuilding. Like bench pressing, like, 400. <laughs> oh, my God. More than that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, like probably for, like, yeah. reps on incline, but, yeah. like. He was like squatting 800 pounds cars. for reps, deadlifting like <laughs> oh seven to 800 pounds in a way where you go, if you're a body, cause he's doing all this, like there's these famous videos of him doing like 800 for reps on a squat while he's on prep for the Olympia. Yeah. And it's like most guys, 99.9% .9 of bodybuilders don't do that because when you're depleted and you're low body fat and you're on a diet and right. like, it's not that safe. So, you know, one centimeter off when you're doing an 800 pound squat, like that is where it all let, you know, even yeah. if that cartilage is grinding right. down. So like he had a bunch of back surgeries that went bad and it is kind of sad to look at him now. Cause it's like, this guy was yeah. just the biggest Ooh, human I on bet. planet Earth. I mean, my back hurts from just lifting like little 25 pounds. <laughs> is it true? It messes up like fertility and like um, yes. shrinkage. Yes. But here's the thing. So not a lot of people know this, like the ins and outs of that. A few times a year I take HCG which is found in the piss of pregnant women. But mm. if a guy takes it, um, it spurs his own testes to start producing sperm and testosterone again. So like, if you keep taking anabolic steroids over time, your testes shut off because like, oh, we got this. Whatever androgen it is, it doesn't have to be testosterone. Anything you put in your body that, you're, that binds to the androgen receptor, your body will detect that and it has its own feedback loop of like, there's sufficient androgens in our body. We don't need to make any more on our own. Mm -hmm. And if you stop taking that, sometimes it comes back on its own, but to be safe, you do what's called post-cycle therapy. And that's HCG and Clomid, and there's a few other things that can spark that. But like, mm. if you're smart about it, you can be on testosterone yeah. and taking HCG and still have you know a full sperm count. The right. only so. thing that I remember <laughs> thinking about steroids is that it makes your dick smaller. Right. Is that true? No. This is the burning question. <laughs> no. Okay. I, I would say it makes it bigger either, but like, you know, even though but like that would you're be bigger. I know, right? It's every, also awesome. every dude would be on steroids. If he lines around the block. <laughs> but no, like, and I'm just saying that because, you know, penis size is apparently correlated with like your exposure to androgens in the womb, right? So it's like at some point. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you're looking at the big guys you're like, like yeah. oh, you must have been exposed no, to a lot life. of androgens like, <laughs> wait what do you mean androgens in the womb so if the mom DHT. takes if the mom takes more androgens or um, I think it's just a... what she's what she's like is in her own body and I'm not that's a good question like whether or not that has to do with like her own level of androgens right. you know what I mean like, like is the mom somebody who produces more testosterone versus less that's a really good question, but I just know like, and for example, you know about this stuff, like with your fingers, these ratios? No, what? This also apparently has to do with androgen exposure, but like, let me see your fingers. Okay, so. I heard right. that the guys in our generation, like the dicks are just getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> well, because we're moving into a, no, yeah. because of the toxins in our food, like oh, the like way the that are like hormones and pesticides and shit. I would be it's open like to that study. Literally I mean, it, making yeah. dicks smaller and smaller. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I was I was part of the last generation that escaped. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're just having the into older it. guys really be packing mm. more than uh, the younger. Yeah, back in my day, we had huge cocks. <laughs> I need to do some field research on this. I, I don't know. Set up a Tinder profile. Evidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're making like a spreadsheet with like a, yeah. a graph. This is just for research purposes. The age. <laughs> How pissed would you be if you went on a date with Sophia and you, you, like she's like, "Let me see your cock." You whip it out, and she's like, "Cool, you the can go home now." What? You're on like, the you're on yeah. the low You're doing like a density <laughs> test with some, a water cup. <laughs> I really, I really need to. I thought I've had this thought independently because you know how guys are obsessed with like penis like measurements. You know, like I'm this many inches, but girls are like, well, it's about the width. The real thing should be how much volume can you displace with your penis? (laughs) Like one size cylinder. You know what I mean? Like so, a a shorter, thicker penis can outdo a longer, thinner penis. Yeah, my dick has hella volume. Yeah, dude. So much vaginal displacement. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! But yeah, the only other thing that I knew about steroids is that I just always grew up thinking like, oh, these baseball guys on my baseball team are like going to Mexico buying illegal. At UCSB or Petaluma? Uh, like back in high school in yeah, Sonoma yeah. County. So there was there were, there were guys doing steroids in high school because nobody yeah. that I knew, and I, I'd heard some rumors about guys at Santa Fe doing it, but nobody in my school did. Yeah, they'd like inject each other in like their, their butts and then like they'd mm-hmm. get just depressed and like want to be like be suicidal and stuff. So I yeah. just, is that, like does it make yes. you, de- it makes you depressed. Yes, and, and these are all like, I like hearing like your takeaway from that because that's all, that's like an, an accurate, but it's really like condensed. You're like, they're shooting each other in the ass and the next thing they know, they're, they're depressed. Yeah. Yes. Like you now shoot I- shoot it in your ass? You can shoot it in any muscle basically. Mm. So I feel like, like it's l- less, it's like less painful in your body. Correct. Right? There's less nerve endings. Um, I use insulin needles to like, I can do it in my shoulder, my quad, whatever. Like that's probably the riskiest part of doing steroids is the actual physical injection. Because if you fuck it up, you can get an infection. So how often you know? do you shoot it? It would depend on the <laughs> ester of the steroid you're taking. <laughs> And so there, there are, for example, if you took testosterone suspension, it doesn't have an ester that it's attached to, which controls the release. So like if I injected you both with testosterone suspension, which actually I have two needles right here and I'm well, going to, no, let's I'm try it. <laughs> but you would feel it immediately. Right. Uh-huh. Like how would we feel it? You would feel. When I go outside and lift a bunch of cars. Yeah. yeah. No, you would, you would immediately <laughs> feel more aggression if you went like you could, some guys use it as a pre-workout. But mm. it's a notoriously That's painful so injection. Wild. So like you probably, you know, the side effect of it being like, ow, I have a fucking sore spot on my ass or wherever mm. you inject it isn't mm. fun. But if you ever wanted to experience what testosterone feels like, do a shot of test suspension and you'll feel it like over the course of several hours okay. immediately and it'll last for hours. Do you like switch up the body placements of the shot yes. each time? Because yes. you know, like how like heroin users will do like between their toes. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to. Uh, you but know. you don't have to do it in a vein, yeah. right? No, 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 no. You do it intramuscularly or subcutaneously in fat, which controls it. Like allows for a slower dispersal of that compound. But to finish the question, between test suspension and then another ester is propionate, then phenylpropionate, then you know edenthate and cypionate, decanate. Each each of these terms are different half-lives of a compound. So testosterone mm-hmm. or any, you know, tren, equipoise, um, uh, uh, nandrolone, these all attach to a different ester and that controls the release. So it can be a half-life of, you know, a day or four weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So when are you going to stop doing steroids? Don't ever ask me that. Are you going to be like a, <laughs> like 90 years old, just like jacked, you know? Jacked like, as fuck. Um, yeah, so that's that's another. Did you, did you prepare these questions? Ahead? I'm genuinely okay. just curious. I've never. Yeah. I don't think I've ever talked to someone on steroids yeah. ever. The, the title of this episode is going to be like "Steroid Addict Mark Harley." <laughs> Roy tells Roy us Roy. about his addiction. Roid <laughs> rate is offset when yeah. when it gets too personal. Like a soft um, white underbelly. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, are you shooting this in black and white right now? <laughs> um, no. So yes, here's the thing, like. I, I would probably, most likely, take a replacement dose of testosterone for the rest of my life. Um, and I don't mind that because it's like, you're just trying to be like in the high end of normal. Is it an expensive habit? No, not at all. Testosterone is oh. super cheap. Are you like driving to Mexico and like getting a coyote on the way back to like, <sighs> like, how are you getting? Is that, Good question. Is that a, are they, le they're legal, right? Or no? I don't take steroids. <laughs> what doing illegal we'll things a, we'll you know. I, I heard <laughs> no, my I'll friend tell you right now. in college I actually did I went to uh, we went to Rosarito um, one spring break and I just like yep. even though at that time I had actually like I was doing a sort of form of the dark web when I was like 18 I found like places so I was like you know, the thought leader in my community, <laughs> all yeah. the guys on my, like, I was like, I want to fucking take steroids. I spent a year researching it, going on all these bodybuilding forums and trying to just figure the, this shit out because after you realize like, okay, creatine, cool, it works, but it doesn't give you what you want. I'm not going to look like Mark McGuire. And then you find out like Mark McGuire isn't taking Androstein that you can buy at GNC. That was the next thing that I spent a bunch of money on. And it's mm. like, this doesn't fucking work either. Mm. So you're like, all right, steroids turns out is the only shit that actually works. I went and found places to buy online. I was sending like Western Union envelopes of cash to like Bulgaria and getting fucking vials in the mail back. Oh my God. Um, so that's what I was doing in, in like, you know, 2001 through 2004, which is a form of the dark web. You know yeah. what I mean? Like now. Did I, you test it? Like it could just be like yeah, cool or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. Well, what's funny is like, yes, of course, people make fake gear. And um, even within the family of steroids, it's like, some that are more expensive, like, t so you asked before, is testosterone expensive? You can get a vial of testosterone for, that would last you, like, that's 250 milligrams per milliliter. That could be a normal, like, a high-end testosterone replacement dose for 10 weeks, and that would cost you 25 bucks. Yeah. So, like, even if you wanted to take 500 a week, like, yeah. that's still pretty fucking cheap compared the to The same what, as, like, how much pre-workout costs. No, literally, yeah. yeah. So any yeah. supplement that you buy, it's like, you're probably spending a similar amount on protein or pre-workout or whatever. So like once you figure that out, you're like, well, fuck all these other supplements. Like I'm just gonna do testosterone. If you're yeah, gonna. let's just do that, Mia. Yeah. And then people will feel <laughs> like, they'll sell you some other more expensive steroid like um, uh, methanolone enanthate is also known as Promobilon. And that's like, like really high end, low side effects steroid. Um, but some people just be like, yeah, here's, primo but it's actually just testosterone because it's half as much like make okay you know so things are faked all the time however if you go online like with the dark web these days and that was the case back in the day when i was looking at this you would see reviews uh -huh. like whatever site was hosting like i would pay 20 bucks a month to get access to this like trusted dealer site and people would leave reviews so you kind of had a general idea of like oh this guy's done a thousand transactions and everybody's been happy with but do you feel sketchy as hell like i used to show up to the fucking post office with an envelope full of like tens you yeah. know buying steroids for me and my buddies and the person would be like what's in here and i'm like i remember being like pictures right <laughs> and that was before you could do like um 
like Bitcoin. I remember like Correct. In, in, Bitcoin's a game changer. Yeah. Like in uh, 2017, when I first got my fake ID, we had to like buy a Bitcoin to like send to China or like Whoa. buy through Bitcoin. I'm like, I wonder if I have like a That's crazy. No, why did you have to do that? Um, it was through the site. Like China like wanted you to do like that was the form of payment. It was either that or like wiring money. Wait, wait, wait. For an ID? Fake yeah. ID, yeah. Oh, a fake ID. Oh, like, no. <laughs> why are you getting it's a real ID? The, you know, DMV, but, they're like Bitcoin. Yeah, no, no. So, and I first became aware of like the Silk Road, for example, in 2012. Like I was tutoring this kid, I remember, and he was like, he, he was like the sixth grader who told me about Bitcoin. Then I looked it up and figured out like, oh, you can, there's these dark net sites that only work on particular kinds of browsers. And again, to me, because people have these aversions to it or these protests, you know, like if I wanted to help you get LSD for the weekend, people are like, isn't it the FBI going to pop out of a bush and arrest me when I'm opening this? And it's like, <laughs> it's just such, you're such small potatoes, like when yeah. you're just doing these you know, oh, I'm buying some party drugs for my friend. Maybe, maybe they're paying attention to you, but they're going for like the guys who are, you know, shipping out fentanyl at a high level and killing people. That's, but the FBI right. will go after those people. I feel like yeah. I know so many people though that have just sold like, like a little thing of drugs to right. an undercover cop. Oh, to an undercover you cop? Had, I feel like I but know. Wait, have they been caught? Are you saying like you just, you assume that that was an undercover no, cop? No, they were, they were caught at like... <laughs> Oh, they were caught. <laughs> they were right, but see that I would worry much more about an in-person <laughs> physical cash for drug exchange because yeah. when somebody when you get something ordered online, even if there was uh, literally an yeah. FBI agent popping out of the bush, you could be like, I don't know who sent this. You right, know, right. they're like, let me see your <laughs> computer. I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh. not true. And I would just be like, I'm just picking up for a friend. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but when you think through like the chain of events that would lead to like the FBI taking the time to, there's just no payoff for them, you know? Yeah. Like the, the man hours that it would take to be like, we got her with yeah. that half ounce of mushrooms, you know? Yeah. What's the what's the difference between these illegal steroids you're ordering on the internet versus like the what they give transgender people? Huh. Could <laughs> I you did not expect that? a sense to end that way. Oh. <laughs> what's the difference between what you order on the Because you were talking about them taking testosterone. Is they, that them, the same yes. thing? <laughs> Oh, it would form a dick. Yes. So, um, oh, if you bought the wrong one, here's here's the only <laughs> difference the because the, the the testosterone is the same that they'd give to somebody who got diagnosed with low testosterone. Because um, you can go to a doctor, and some clinics are set up for that kind of like pill mills in Florida. It's like there's certain doctors out there who's like, yeah, we'll prescribe as much fucking test as you want, and Anadrol, and Deca, and like any other steroid that like humans don't really need unless you have, you know. Yeah, anemia or something mm -hmm. like you know or you're a burn victim like that's yeah. what anavar is created for um oh really every every steroid like tran again if it's a veterinary steroid it doesn't have a human application but like most of the major steroids have some sort of human application yeah and like a lot of them have to do with like you know your muscle wasting or your anemic so something like anadrol creates um a lot of red blood cells oh. and then also makes you really strong but like yeah. you know <laughs> there's usually a like a a reason for its existence, existence. yeah. yeah um, and so if you find the right doctor, they're like, yeah, I'll prescribe you healthy yeah. person. You definitely need Anadrol, yeah. the most powerful oral steroid known to man. So it's a different type of testosterone? Um, yes, there are, basically testosterone is like the mother of all steroids. And if you derive, there's three branches in this tree. Testosterone makes a bunch of different combinations, you know, like so you can, 
turn testosterone into Dianabol. You can turn it into Equipoise. You can turn it into Turinabol. Um, from testosterone, you can alter carbons on it and make nor testosterone, and that makes nandrolone and trenbolone and men. And you can alter testosterone into dihydrotestosterone and make anivar, anadrol, primo, mastron. So like, there's like a family tree a of steroids. Chem- I already checked I out. I'm like, right. I feel like I've been, I've been like chemistry but, class. Yeah. Literal chemistry. In other words, that's a good question. Are there other kinds of testosterone? These are all derivatives of testosterone on some mm-hmm. level. It's just how many chemical alterations did you make before you got to this thing, you know? So basically, if you're like a kid in high school and you want to get jacked, you can just lie and be like, I want to be a boy and then go to Planned Parenthood and get free if, yeah, testosterone. Yeah, if you're, if I want to be girl. a no because you'd be a girl. Yeah. Oh, if you, yeah. So if you're a girl who wants to get jacked, jacked. Yeah, As yeah. a boy, okay. Yeah. But what about if you're a boy and you want to get it? Yeah, well, a lot of them. <laughs> I want to be a strong I could, boy. You could probably say I identify as a girl and I want to get it and then they, I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I'm um, too girl. I feel like there's know? easier ways to get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just jumping through hoops right now. Yeah. Do you know any girls that are on testosterone or like steroids? I, yes, yes. Um, I was going to say- like, Are they feminine? So that's, an, God, you guys are, yeah, I have really astute questions with this stuff. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this, like to the, you know, because I, your questions are better than most we guys would ask thinkers. me. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, because I always feel self-conscious about like, am I being fucking boring? You guys let me know with the steroid tree that I was being boring, but <laughs> so. this is, I think, an interesting question. Um, what was the question again? Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> The girls that take testosterone, yes, are yes. they feminine? So there is an art to using anabolic performance enhancing drugs on women that won't masculinize you. Mm. If you see a woman who is masculinized from years of anabolic usage, like and I'm going to say, maybe, I guess yeah. at some point, but like, so you can see, you can probably picture a female bodybuilder if you've ever seen one. And I'm, I saw a video of one recently where this guy, Kenny KO, who's like a fitness industry troll who goes up to people who he thinks are fake natties. And he's like, are you on steroids? And it's like this female bodybuilder who's obviously on steroids. And she's like, no, I'm not on steroids. And like her voice is deep, <laughs> but it's not just that. It's like, there's a level of muscularity and um, body fat percentage, like that women just like, it's extremely rare. Right. Like, cause Definitely. we're like, for a woman to look ripped, she's like yeah. 18% body fat. For a guy to look ripped, it's like 9% body fat. Yeah. And so when you see a woman who's like, oh, your body fat looks like a ripped dude, that's a sign. You see physical changes in the face. Like, because we've already, like, when a guy's gone through puberty, he's been exposed to androgens and those those facial changes were made. But if a woman hasn't and you start taking steroids and it's like, oh, your jaw's getting bigger or like mm-hmm. your brow's becoming more, you're like completing this thing that is just incomplete, right. you know? And so um, <clears throat> I'll make a quick differentiation between PEDs is the umbrella term. Anabolic androgenic steroids are all the things that we've been talking about. There are also anabolic performance enhancers that aren't androgenic, like mm. human growth hormone and insulin, for example. So these are things you could actually use strategically. If you're a woman, you could use very low doses of things like Anivar or Premobilon that have the least masculinizing side effects, run them periodically, and like just come right below that point where they're gonna start changing the way you look, and then mm. back off. You know, So they're like, you could, in theory, right. use androgenic substances as a woman and do it really intelligently and carefully and never experience 
any of the side effects that we associate, like, you know, having your click grow, having a beard growth, looking like a dude, <laughs> right. you know. Um, yeah. Are you attracted to muscle women? <laughs> that's a good question. I was, yes. But like, really? there is this woman that I saw yesterday. Somebody sent me this video of her mm -hmm. and it almost looks like her head is Photoshopped on mm. strictly in the sense that her face looks so feminine. And her, but she has one of the more muscular physiques for a woman that I've ever seen. But like, mm. she just looks incredibly athletic like to me. Buffer than you? Not buffer than me. Mm -hmm. um, but like, of course, there are women who are buffer than me. Like, like you'd it, be cool than that. You'd be cool with that. I like. Well, I'm just checking in with myself, and I was mm -hmm. like, because this guy asked, and I'm like, I w yes, I would have sex with her. Mm. Like, I'm attracted to her. But a lot of that has to do with the fact that her face still looked very feminine, right? You know, and that's probably the number one thing. Like when I. When, when a woman starts to look like a guy in drag from steroids, that would be the turnoff point. But just mm -hmm. a woman having some musculature, and I'm sure I have my ideal, mm -hmm. you know, that isn't like, because. Usually the women you go after, are they like gym rats or are they like. I have a wide range of women that I'm attracted to, but I wouldn't say that's like a prerequisite. What Face or body? What's that? Face or body? What do you. <laughs> that's a good question. Would you it's date all... a woman who's buffer than you, but she has like a beautiful face? Yeah. That would be like, are you implying that she's what height? Cause probably not like I'm, you know, not that I'm, I'm crazy big, but like, you wouldn't want I, her taller than you. I don't think, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. At that point, that's pretty easy. If you're talking about a woman with my muscularity, who's my height, this has like a really pretty face. Yeah. <sighs> So it's like you. <laughs> It'd be like, would I fuck her on a dare? Yeah. Would I fuck myself? Maybe. Um, you know, no, I don't think I'd be attracted to her. I feel like, like you guys would just have like arm wrestling competitions across the dinner table. Just like wrestle when you get home. <laughs> the room is just like a, a boxing ring. Yeah. Like a mat. Yeah. yeah, like my buff twin sister, you no know? No bed. Okay. That, so that would be dumb. fun as like a, as a, you know, like a dare. Like, would you, it'd be like a one-time thing to experience. I think I can chalk it up to that. But I would say, you know, growing up, I remember I was always attracted to like gymnasts. Mm. Like my first crushes were like the women's gymnastics team. Like so when I was your a whole kid. life you've always just liked muscles. Well, that's what like, out of the womb bench pressing. <laughs> yeah. But I would, I honestly wouldn't even chalk it up to that. Cause like, I just, I can think of a range of women that I'm attracted to that. And some of them don't fit that. Like, for example, you know, if you like, I remember the first time I saw like Brazilian women, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, Oh my God, like that that's kind of defies like, you see the cover of a Playboy in Brazil and it's like, wait a second, she's got like thick thighs and she's like shorter and even the way they do breast implants are different. Like, but it's like this variation of a Western beauty aesthetic. And at the time I remember it was like in the nineties and like what we're being fed in that era was like everybody's super fucking skinny and wafy mm -hmm, and no yeah. butts and all that. So it's like interesting to see how like these different beauty standards, but like, it's I like, like I like butts. I would say this, like you asked face or body, the thing that I can say definitively, because it's like, of course I want both, like, but you know, a woman doesn't need to be a supermodel for me to be attracted to her. And I like interesting faces too, you know, mm -hmm. not to say that I'm like, oh, if you have a girl's all a about the face. personality. Yeah, but it is like, I know I like, I, because <laughs> one thing I've realized is clicking with a woman uh -huh. is super important. And I think I'd, ha I'd have sex with more people if it wasn't for that. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, ultimately the thing that kind of bottlenecks you know, promiscuity for me would be like, I, I'm not just going to meet a woman and be like, you're hot, let's fuck. Like, 
intimacy intellectually is important, yeah. you know, and feeling like, oh, I, I like you as a person and then mm -hmm. also find you physically attractive. Right. Um, so do you ever go after like unfit girls? Yeah. 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 I was going to say like. Yeah. Most of the guys I talk to, they do not work out at all. Really? Or like they're not fit. Yeah. I don't really go after like muscle heads or gym rats. Right. And, and as I was saying before, I'm like. I like, like my men even fat. Yeah, I think that's an interesting thing that like, maybe we could unpack that because from my perspective, like this, like, cause, cause may, maybe sometimes women will make this comment like, oh, you must have girls throwing yourself out there or whatever. Like, it's like a way of complimenting me. But, like other girls must like you. And so that makes me think of like, well, who's my type? Who's the type of girl that goes after me? And I know it's not everybody. Uh -huh. It's just like maybe some women are enthusiastic about my appearance, but it's mm -hmm. certainly not everyone. Yeah. But, yeah. but being muscular and, and signaling that you're really into the gym, that's a thing in and of itself that might turn women off. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe a woman doesn't want a fucking guy who's more fixated on his looks than she is. Yeah. For yeah. one, you yeah. know, and maybe you just genuinely find a dad bod attractive. I don't know, but like that seems to be a prevalent thing. And I never assume like all girls like this fucking ripped dude. Right. You know, it's or want to be in a relationship. Yeah, that's with just him. a personal preference, I'd yeah. say, you know. Yeah. I, I feel like, like I, I couldn't date like a super like jacked guy just because I would feel like I would have to be like up to his level or standard. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm, I girls have said that to me before. Like I can think of a, a specific time when I was about to have sex with this girl and she like started apologizing for her body. And I'm like, you have the nicest fucking body. Wow. Like, and it, it was like mind blowing to me that she'd be like, I'm sorry that I'm like, she said something like, I'm sorry. I'm not like, uh, super in shape like you I'm like that never would have crossed my mind because you have this beautiful feminine body that I don't like yes I like I think gymnasts are hot but like a normal feminine body is also potentially very attractive to me depending on the person right. of course but like people do have those thoughts and it, it like it, it caught me as a surprise that oh, this really? person would be like I'm like, I make you self-conscious because I'm going right. like, well, I'm doing this like because I like it and then also like hopefully you like it right. but it's not like a signal to you to be like lose weight and look like me. Yeah. And I, I've had sex with girls who I think like might be considered fat. I'm not into that. Like, like not girls are like oh, actually fat, but it's like, yeah, like you, like a girl with a fat ass might have a little more fat on her stomach too. Right. You know, and I'm like, the ass is better to me. Like, I'm not going, oh, yeah, oh, you have a little bit of a chubby <laughs> stomach. Like, I don't right. Guys I, never you know. complain about, like, girls' bellies. Like, every, no. all us girls be so, like, insecure and stuff because sometimes Correct. you just, like, have a bigger belly that yeah. day. Well, right. I think there like, was a study done where they, like, took a, a three images of women and it was, like, a super skinny girl and then like an average like kind of skinny but like and she's not like that skinny just like uh -huh. fit more type yeah and then like a fatter girl uh -huh. and the girls thought that the guys would pick the skinny one but they then they picked like the average like yeah and so scale. i don't know what if you guys can picture like something tactile about a guy like what what part of a guy would you if you could just picture that and i'll let you answer after i say but like being able to grab onto a woman's hip fat is like something that like during missionary like sex, a love handle? not a love handle, not this, a like, or like, like, like in the butt area. Like if I'm grabbing, like if I'm on top of you, like this part, I mm. want to like grab into the fat. 
And even having like boobs, like if you're so fucking ripped that you have a six pack, you probably have no boobs. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and so there's an element of like, I enjoy touching body fat on a woman's body that I don't know if it works in the reverse, but like there is a point where a woman can, man, some women, just everybody has different body fat distribution. So some girls like might have a fat ass and fucking lean abs because that's how they're born. But no like, boobs. It's, a, it's called right. the body mullet. The body, body. And I was actually going to say earlier, I'm like, I would take ass and no boobs all day over like huge boobs and no ass. Yeah. yeah. So that's like, that's you, that's Personal a good question preference. for guys. You know, it's like, what would you sacrifice? And that is a very liberal thing of you to say. Really? Yeah. yeah that what? is. <laughs> <laughs> Liberals like bigger butts <laughs> Republic, like the big old bitties. Yeah. yeah. And I love boobs. It's just like, I know the deal breaker for me is like, you know, I have to have some sort of ass there. And it's like, it's a very feminine thing to me. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, this might be like kind of like a touchy subject for you. Yeah. I don't know if like we can cut this if you want, but I mm -hmm. saw you went through like kind of a nuclear breakup. Yeah. You did. That's, that's what okay. we could talk about. Is there, I, I was just like scrolling on Instagram yeah. and I like saw your stories. I didn't really research it too much, but I was yeah. like, damn, like what the heck is this? Yeah. Um, was that, she was your wife, she was girlfriend? My wife, yeah. Okay. And you're, so you're divorced now. Yeah, I know she filed for divorce. I just don't know what the update on it is. Okay. Like, you know, currently I'm going through this like restraining order thing. That's how like, long were you guys married? For eight years. Oh wow. Yeah, and I, I bring up the restraining that. order just because it's like she's not going to get a permanent restraining order, but like she found out that I was seeing somebody else, and like there was cheating back and forth throughout the relationship. Um, she was cheating too. I mean, she'd had sex with other people and like had kissed some dude like a couple months before this. So like, I don't want to get into like, oh, shoot, but it's but like- But did you guys have like an open relationship kind of? No, at first we did. It's a complicated thing. Cause I like, I, I married her to help her get a green card mm -hmm. back in 2015. Like otherwise I wouldn't have got married to her. Now it's a very complex thing to like unravel. So I'm like going to try to censor myself to try to give you like this full explanation. Suffice it to say like there was, it, it wasn't something where I got in, intended to like have a real marriage at first. But like, that was my own mistake. And like, I was really in love with this person. I regret going outside the relationship, even though there were instances where she did the same. And I felt like we never really established like, what is like- The common ground. The proper but, protocol yeah. for this. Um, so who, we, did someone cheat? Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Did someone cheat first? And then someone did like revenge I mean, if you, if you want to go back to like 2015, like that's where like it would start of like, did you cheat first? Did I cheat? Like- you know, while we were broken up, like I, you know, technically like I, I like had an ex-girlfriend over after I thought we were broken up, like very early on, but like, she's the first person to like sleep with somebody outside the relationship and like 20, like, so it's like this tit for tat that maybe you could even go like a year without anything happening. But like, um, ultimately mm -hmm. she discovered that I had seen somebody else and like begged me to come back and like make it up to her. And I was like, <laughs> I mean her mom like was visiting at the time and I was like in Northern California. And so she's like, come back and choose me right now. And I was just like, why don't you just file for divorce? And then she goes, you're going down motherfucker. And so from that point on, she like went and filed a restraining. It's like, I'm not even there. And she's filing a restraining order and all this stuff. Wow. Like, you know, so that's why I'm so like, she's making this huge, like petty, vengeful kind of thing towards me from my perspective. But I mm -hmm. think it's a rational perspective. Yeah. Do you think that getting married just for the purpose of a green card, like put a lot of pressure on your relationship. A hundred percent. And yeah, that's like kind of a demise or was it? Yeah, like no, a that's, big that's Did you guys another... live with each other before the green card? Or? For like 
a few months. Like okay. we met each, so we had this online rub. Part of it was like, there were definitely a lot of times where I would have broken up um, or like I tried doing whatever, like, and again, there was love. Mm -hmm. So like, I felt like I made a promise to this person to help them achieve their dream of living in America. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I never, even to this day, like she's accused me of like threatening her immigration. Like she's made a bunch of accusations towards me online that I'm like, that's just like patently false. And I would never try to interfere, even after all she's done and tried to hurt me with, I would never uh, want her to not be able to live in America. She's yeah. from Germany originally. I would never want to interfere with her work mm -hmm. or her well-being or anything, like truly. Because right. that's how I, it's my philosophy as a person. And with her, I'm just, I'm not even upset at her, to be honest. Yeah. Even though she's done a lot of things to try to deliberately provoke me and, f you know, frame me in a bad light, including right. this restraining order. But like, um, the, the pressure thing, a hundred percent, like we had an online courtship on OkCupid okay for a number of months. We would talk to each other every night. OkCupid? Okay is that yeah. like Christian Mingle? What even is OkCupid? Okay no, Cupid? it was like, you know just a dating site before, like you'd use it from like a desk. I remember using it on my desktop and it was like well, a lot like of questions, like a bumble or hinge. Were you thing. not meeting the right girls in person? Like what made you? I on? like online dating. And now I, I will approach women in person, but uh -huh. I feel like online dating is a great like hack. Do you, you still know? use online? Like, no, do you not use right now. Cause I'm like not really ready to like, you know, date. it's just stressful at this point. Like, what right. do I believe people coming out of long-term relationships should like test the waters by going online? Cause I, yes, I've recommended that to other men before. Yeah. I feel mm -hmm. like that's a good place to yeah. get your toes dirty. Yeah. And also get like, your toes dirty. if you're, <laughs> or what? what yeah. <laughs> now it sucks for some guys, but it's like, I'm tall. Like I have some certain advantages where like, I can be like, look, I'm tall and I'm buff, you know? Um, <laughs> and I have an eye catching look. Buff. No, I'm just saying like, I'm not saying that works 100% of the time, but like some guys go on there and fucking get dick, you know, as far as responses and it can be very depressing. Oh, and, I and thought that... you meant like actual dick. I'm like, that's grinder. <laughs> Mark. Okay, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember so what the would exact you, questions So would you were. get married again, you think, or? Um, yeah. Okay. Like I just would take that entire commitment in a totally different way because at the time, like, I'm not going to say it's fully like a bait and switch, but like, I did this thing hoping that I could help this person. Mm -hmm. It was a huge commitment that I felt like, you know, every step of the way, it's like, it caused arguments, it caused stress. Like, she'd have me be like erasing conversations on like Facebook and this, like it just, and the preparation, but like where I'm like, the whole time I'm like, we're going to get the fucking green card. We're having sex with each other every day. Like, what are you talking about? But she was very worried and just had a diff very different, like as far as neuroses, you know, because we have these basic five personality traits. And I want to know your. This is separate, uh -oh. but the MB the the big five personality traits are different from MBTI. But yeah, we'll get into that. I was gonna say like when you're a mismatch with like how neurotic you are, with somebody. I'm gonna always be the guy who's like, it's gonna be fine, it's gonna be fine, it's gonna be fine. And then she's like, no, 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 it isn't. And look at this worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. You're not wrong, that could be a worst case scenario, but I'm just going, yeah, but that's like 0.00001% that they're gonna like ask us some question that trips us up. I'm like, yeah. we, we got this. Mm -hmm. But so in my head, I'm like, dude, we got like, don't even worry about it. We're gonna fill it out, we're gonna get it, you're gonna get your citizenship, it's gonna take two years. In reality, it takes like five years, Damn. in part wow. because Trump was like, 
gutting these bureaucracies that handle that kind of shit. So like it just actually was slowed down. Like it was uh, so part it's like of his like storm. Kind correct. Of. So it's taking longer all of a sudden. Like, but initially it was like, we're going to be married for two years. going to get a green card and then we can split. Like, and this is going to be a fun little adventure. That's a bad way to start off a long-term commitment. And if I ever got married again, it would be like, I would take this approach of like, I don't ever want to get divorced from you. And we have to do like, I, I saw some guy talking about it. I mean, yes, yeah, like marriage is like the most serious commitment. Right. So you went into it saying like, we're going to split after two years after you get your it's, green card? Yes. I know it sounds shitty now, but it was like, we were both out of long-term relationships and we're like, we're going to have this fun thing. And there was a great romantic connection because we would like just writing online calling, FaceTiming, staying up so the other person could be in the right time zone and this and that. Like it was a very romantic courtship. And then when we met in person and there was a little bit like a friction just due to personality Mm -hmm. styles, like maybe I would have been like, oh, this, like we're not a match like in that way. But like I was always holding on to that kind of romantic ideal, I think. Okay. Did y'all try to have kids or anything? No, she wanted kids. So that would like, had we stayed together, like that would have been a more serious discussion coming up. She just turned 35. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, so. You know. Was she looking for that like on OkCupid for like a husband to get a green card with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. What's Um, that one Well, I mean, she wouldn't necessarily admit that. Like, but our conversations are like, she wanted to come to America. She was just out of a really traumatic relationship, I guess. Um, and, you know, noticing a pattern here. <laughs> um, right. yeah, but, you know, this was the other a boyfriend who was like, you know, I had to hear about how, what a piece of shit he was for a year. And, um, and how, you know, he was to blame for everything and she was totally, uh, you know. Was a, she a on victim. steroids too? <laughs> <laughs> no, she is very fit, but she's not on steroids. Okay. Um, but, so do you think that like you guys played like both equally toxic parts in the relationship or? Oh, uh, that's very possible. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if you listen to my side of the story and the details, I'm going to fixate more on like my issues with her were that she was f- from my perspective, a high conflict person. And I'm using that in the most clinical sense of, you know, the term that, you know, she's, I think if you were to give her a personality survey, she'd come up as neurotic, disagreeable, certain things that just aren't like, and as somebody who I like to debate and I don't like to be, I don't like to like lose arguments, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which, you know, I it just like when I know I'm right, you yeah. know, I'm not, I'm not a passive person in a relationship. Yeah. I wouldn't say she's completely masculine, but when it came to like arguments and conflict, she had a difficult time de-escalating. Mm-hmm. So that creates a lot of tension. Um, so you guys were like a public relationship type of thing. Like you, yeah. people knew you were together and mm-hmm. then you had like a massive like blowout basically, like nuclear style. Yeah, yeah. Because she went to like Instagram immediately and was like, my husband cheated on okay. me. And I was like, but you fucking cheated on me last month. Like, what, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so crazy. And then so I have to like respond. Like, so she keeps making these allegations and I have to defend myself. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Like, you know, but like it's, it's, it's a lose-lose situation. And we'd actually like, I have this recording of her where she's talking about like, like I would never do anything like that to you. And I'm like, yeah, because all you have to do is like you as a woman, I have to make an accusation. I have to like prove so- if I'm going to say something about you, what a shitty person you are. Like, but it was this whole conversation about like, of course I'd never do that. I'd never try to like disparage you or ruin your career or do any of these things. And she basically admitted that it's like, we both have this fault, you know, mm-hmm. like, that it's like, okay, it's, yeah, it's both of us. So we're just toxic together. It was like, that's like a verbatim quote. Okay. And then she comes out the other end and is like, 
Mark's a total piece of shit and everything he did, like it was his fault. And you know, he's the worst human alive and he's a sociopath and, it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine because I kind of went through like a public breakup just recently yeah. too, but like not as near like nuclear as you were. No. Right, it right. Like it seemed, like, seemed a lot more chill. And I watched the episode where you talked about you it. Did? Okay. Yeah. And then I was thinking, I'm like, we could, I could have made it nuclear. Like I really could have. Yeah. Um, well, good for you for I not could. because I just don't, I think it's a lose lose. Right. Know? Like she yeah. got some fucking, it's like she's now like fucking. Like made her whole identity about that, and it's right. like I've I've had to put some stuff out on YouTube to be like, actually, like here's my side of the story. It's so fucking lame and annoying, but like, yeah, like every girl has, you know, like if you feel wronged by somebody, of course you can do that, but it's like you probably thought through the consequences of like, do I want to be known for that and like yeah. throw this guy into the bus, like right. rather than dealing with the private. I don't and know, but what's your thought process on it? I just didn't want to deal with, like, the headache and, like, people thinking that I'm just, like, using that as, like, a source for, like, yeah. clout or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a like, mature it's response like to not, not do that. It's just, like, negative energy. A hundred percent. And I hate that because, like, my yeah. social media is all about, like, I, I, you know, I make jokes and, like, I do a character that's, like, a narcissistic character, you know, like, I, I, like, a lot of my jokes are, like, a lot of people have been asking me how to get so buff, you know, whatever, yeah, stupid yeah. shit like that, that it's, like, if you know me, you know this is a play on, like, how people perceive me um, and the stereotypes you might make about me, but then she's actually going, like, mm -hmm. Mark's a narcissistic sociopath, and it's, like, fuck you, like, yeah. this is just not true, and I don't think anybody else, like, on Earth who knows me well would say that, but, like, I look the part, don't I, you know? Yeah. Um, Do you, like, feel upset when you, like, read stuff that people, like, message you about it? Like, if there's, like, some supporters of her side no, of the story? No, dude, people have been messaging me crazy, crazy. It's, it's like, it's funny because I'm very much used to, like, hate and harassment because he used to work for Brendan Chop and just by being like associated with him, oh. like, people were like, fuck you, faggot piece of shit, bitch. Like, yeah. like, See, I don't I've, even know about like any of that world, but like I like know of him like being hated on for some yeah, reason. Yeah, so just by proxy, yeah. like I've had, you know, 2,000 guys in the past two years tell me I have lip injections. And, you know, you see like the same things over and over again. Mm. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I have Botox and lip injections. Like people mm. take issue with my face. You know, it's like, you think oh. that's going to bother me? Do you me? have lip injections? No. <laughs> How old are you? 39. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, right. So people go like, you're fucking so old. It's like, uh, I, I know I have gray hair, but like, I don't, I'm not insecure about like looking 60, you know, like. Is your gray hair real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When did you start being gray? It's been a very gradual change. Oh, you never decades. thought about dyeing it? Or you I like... did, but it's so annoying. You know, right. yeah. it's like, and what looks worse than gray roots? Right. You know, yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, this inch of gray roots. Like you just Literally. look, it makes you look older almost. You yeah. Know? Uh -huh. Like you're trying to cover it up. So have like, you ever gone like short with your hair? Or yeah. Are you like having long hair? Um, now I almost feel like it's kind of, it's like <laughs> my, my mom's always telling me, you need to cut your hair. You look so much better. <laughs> That's probably true. Like I used to have like short on the sides and kind of like, uh -huh. you know, a pompadour or like spiky hair. Mm. It probably looks better for my face. I don't know. I'm not saying like. So why do you have the long hair? Excuse me. <laughs> Cause I'm attached to it now. It's like, you know, it's like if I have like an icon. It's like with your like identity. Yeah. And I hate it. Like it sounds so fucking stupid to Are say that. Are you trying to grow it like as long as possible? Or? Not really. I, I'd like to keep it around this length, you know? Yeah. It's like a decent length to have a little bit of volume. Right. Um, <laughs> it's like longer than mine. 
No way. I bet if you stretched it out, it'd be way longer. Yeah, if you stretched it out, yeah. it's long. It's yeah. just curled. I have short hair. Amazing, thick, no, beautiful tough. hair. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but for the personality type, I yeah. Think, wait, let me see which one I. Did am. you guys both take it? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So this is like one of my favorite. Actually, like. Luana. I was surprised by mine. So we're talking about the Myers Briggs personality Correct. type, right? Yes. Um, I haven't taken this since like literally high school. I think this was like a, like a class assignment yeah. or something. I don't know. I'm okay. So I'm a campaigner. I'm an ENFPT. Nice. Is that good? <laughs> well, I would. I would first of all say. Broadly speaking, you don't want to think of any of these things as good or bad because right. it's just you, right? It's you. Um, You're a however. I tend to get along really well with ENFPs. I'm an ENTP, and the thing, uh, my mom's an ENFP. I've had many close friends and girlfriends who are ENFPs, and I, I tend to click with ENFPs what in are... part because our primary functions, it's like this goes like one step deeper. You know your letters. Okay. Then you go, What's, what does ENFP mean as far as your primary function? It means you lead with extroverted intuition. N, capital N, lowercase e. And that mm -hmm. is your information gathering tool you see patterns and connections and kind of like, I see it as like, it's an expression of like my silliness comes from like my NE mm. and there's like a playfulness that like, if you don't vibe with that, people will get fucking annoyed by like, even how I talk, like by going on tangents or whatever, like some people have no patience for that. So like, I can always tell like if I've met like an ENFP or an INFP. So they because, get annoyed a little bit? Well, what I'm saying is like other people who aren't potentially, because uh. there's certain like, like my opposite like an ISTJ who's like kind of opposite in me in most ways okay. would kind of be like, uh, Mark is not linear and he's not like doing things by the book or he's breaking rules or being transparent. So you're so saying like, if like you have more of a similar personality type to a person, you like get along better with Correct, them? Correct, 100%. So it's like not like opposites attract type of thing. And is it, that like- There the is an element to that for romantic coupling, like, but it's just a theory, you know what I mean? Like I've, I would say I tend to like, date or get along with as far as women, INFPs, ENFPs, INFJs, ENFJs. Okay. Um, Cause but, like from what I've gathered, I feel like the most successful, happiest couples are like opposite of each other. Like the girl's yeah. like a blabber mouth. She's like mm -hmm. super outgoing. And but the that could be like just one thing. That could mouth. be just E versus I, you know what uh, I mean? Okay. I see So like, it, yeah, like you it. don't, I don't think like when I meet a girl, I'm an ENTP. If I meet a girl who's an ENTP, a lot of times the sensation is like, you feel like my sister. Oh. But then when you change a couple letters, it doesn't need to be all different, but like you start to say, oh, like I know I vibe with NFs would be one way to, to put it, mm -hmm. you know, but also like NF men, you know, um, but NTs are kind of like the nerd archetype. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm a protagonist. You're an ENFJ. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm and an that, INTP, but I don't really know what it means. An INTP is like, I would consider them like the most sort of thoughtful and aloof of the nerd category. You're a nerd. Like, I I, like I, I, nerd. Einstein, but like, I mean that the real term is the engineer subgroup. So anybody with an NT, like. My dad's an engineer. And so oh, is my, my grandfather. I, I guarantee they're, I guarantee they're all NTs of some sort. INTJs, INTPs, ENTJs. Um, like, but an e, here's how they express themselves differently. Um, an ENTJ wants to formulate his own plan and then marshal it into existence. So I had an ENTJ football coach, remember, he like 
created all the plays. He was like a mastermind, but he also like, he didn't fucking trust anybody else to implement that. He wanted to be the leader. So he's like the leader of leaders. And ENTP, like me, wants to come up with this whole strategic plan. They're like, I'm a little bit interested in implementing it. Could you get that? You know, Mm -hmm. like I'll lead when I have to, as far as like a group of people. And it's an important skill for me to develop. But like, I'm not the guy who's like, I have to fucking be in charge all the time. Like I can handle that. But, and an INTP is, is the most likely to kind of like, spend time thinking about mental architecture, you know, mm-hmm. would you say that? Like, what do you, I don't know. What, how do you spend your free time? Uh, just kind of anime like and jacking off. <laughs> I do spend a lot of time watching anime, but I kind of work towards like these long goals that I like, I run my business here and I kind of just focus yeah. on working on these kind of long. Yes. Long term. Like, so that's another thing about INTPs is like, they're okay with something taking a long time and kind of having like a grander vision that like isn't necessarily like I have to finish this by next week, you know, mm-hmm. which would be maybe a little bit more an INTJ style. Yeah, that's style. how I am. Like I'll just yeah. work on something for like a really long time. Yeah. Slowly, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this, do you, do you believe in like birth charts and like zodiac astrology stuff? Because I feel like this ha- like yeah. says a lot about that. I, I would say those instincts like – I'm drawn to this in particular because it makes the most sense to me. But I feel like it comes from the same place yeah. that women are obsessed with zodiacs from. And the, the connection that I'll make is we love to understand humans via archetypes because it's like a shortcut to being like, oh, you're a Pisces. Oh, you're yeah. an ISFP, you yeah. know. Um, and I think it's a basic human desire that's probably expressed more in women, you uh-huh. know, because like women are generally more interested in in like navigating social situations yeah. you know, and, and other people. Right. But like. I love it as a way to understand other humans. And also like, if I can introduce that to you, like, did you read that description and feel like, oh, that's me? Yeah. Yeah. I did. And it's sort of nice, isn't it? But then I was like, I was thinking about it and I was thinking like, maybe I wasn't answering the questions super truthfully (laughs) because sometimes there's like a little thing. (laughs) Yeah, I know. In the back of your head where you're like, you would want yourself to do this in a certain situation. So it's like, is it really 100% accurate? Yeah. Because it's like hard to put yourself in that certain situation where it's like, oh, would you go up to this person in a party if they're like interesting to you? And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I would. But Although I think there's enough, like, that's a really good point that like, you, I sometimes I'll tell people ahead of time if they're worried about that. Like, I don't know. Like, so I could have said this to you before, but I didn't want to like bombard you with, like, okay, when are you taking this test? Like, I just wanted to see if you'd do it. So the thing I'd say is imagine answering as if you were your best friend, because they can look at, you know, like, like what would Sophia say about you, mm. you know, in that situation? Because yes, the, yeah, the trick is being as objective as possible. Although those are, personality types that you came up with, they seem to make sense based on, I, like, I don't know that much about you. However, it's a fun game to play. It's like, give me four bits of information and see if I can guess your personality type. So I do partake in that. Yeah. So like, it doesn't seem oh, off. Oh, you should have guessed I know. I know. But literally. I don't think I would have gotten it. I don't think, because I'm like, I... You want to have guessed me as a protagonist? No, I, I wouldn't say, I'm, like, I could have maybe asked four questions, you mm. know, like, tell me about what your room looks like in a social situation. Like, mm. are you the leader? Because mm. often ENFJ is like, they're very good at, like, the um, orchestrating social harmony. Mm. I feel like I'm kind of different in a group setting depending on like who I'm with because if there are other like more extroverted mm. people around me then I kind of like take a step back and like let someone else leave yeah, well, but if you're like around like little like shy like introverted people then yeah. I'm going to be like the forefront of the group and you know? what I would attribute that 
specifically for your personality type is ENFPs like one way that I've always like to think of them as champions. Mm-hmm. Like, um, they're really like supportive of other people. And even though they often have a lot of charisma mm-hmm. and people pay attention to them almost to the point where it's like, it's just natural for them. Mm-hmm. And I think this is actually both like, it's true of ENFPs and ENFJs. It's just like ENFJs tend to use that energy in a different way, but ENFPs tend to like not want to hog the spotlight ever. So like mm-hmm. if you're around other people, it's almost like you're you're comfortable allowing other people to shine. And that's a very natural role for you to be like, okay. I'm going to prop you up. And then right. if you feel like there's a vacuum and like, oh, what's best for the group? Like, so you're, you oh, are group that, minded. That you know makes what I mean? sense. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. Can you, re- do you relate to that? Or are you like the leader? Um, I mean, I definitely like to like bring my friends together. And, yeah. Like, so I ENFJs, like I was going to say like, like you often, you orchestrate <laughs> ENFJs yeah. that have known men and women tend to like be the person. Who's like, like it makes me so happy to like bring people together and then yeah. see them all become friends. That's very like, classic ENFJ. Yeah. Like, like you, and it's like an incredible skill. I was going to say each of these traits have like, like the dark side of the ENTP is the mad scientist or like, like the dark, like jokey archetype. The dark side of the ENFJ is the cult leader (laughs) because that's somebody who's using their, their power of charisma and like social organization and and harmony for bad. Mm. But what you're expressing is, is this, this positive way of like all the ENFJs I've known are good at like bringing people together and like, like creating right. a vibe. So, right. So you're you like know. a nice cult leader. Yeah. Yes. Like good cult yeah. Leader. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I love that type of stuff for sure. Yeah. And, but it's also a tool for you guys to like, you know, cause I, 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 one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is your dating experiences in LA. Yeah. Cause I heard some of that from previous podcasts uh-huh. and like, like I'd love to get your perspective on like when you meet guys, like, how important is it? Because I know like, it's interesting to talk and hear about like, you guys are hot, you're in your early twenties and like guys will throw money at you and try to impress you in certain ways, (laughs) buying you stuff, giving you nice dinners. And like, it's to be expected, right? Like, I don't think you guys are bitches about it. Uh You know, you're not going like, of course it's good, but it's like, it's a reality (laughs) of your life that like you can get a guy to spend money on you and they're happy to do it. And then maybe they want to fuck afterwards and you don't, they get pissed off. Yeah. But to me, that's like, when you're with a guy like that and like he's because like I when I heard you talk about that I was like that sounds like a really immature response I was just talking about it with like my friends yesterday it's just like I went on a date recently and like I just didn't even care where we went like I didn't care like about nothing like I was just like excited to like hang out with him right because Because of the guy's personality because I just like genuinely liked him yes yeah so that's what I was going to differentiate but if it's someone I don't like or like someone I don't really (laughs) (laughs) someone I like someone I'm not like rudimentarily like attracted to or like I can already just tell like mm, yeah this probably isn't gonna go anywhere yeah I'm gonna ask like yeah let's go to Nobu Malibu yeah yeah (laughs) well that's just because you want the experience (laughs) no because it's like I'm gonna make sure this date is at least worth my time 100%. hundred so, percent. And I think that's very fair. And I think it's, it's, so we're going to go somewhere. <laughs> to Not make the it, Taco Bell dollar menu. Yeah. No, but yeah. if it's someone I fuck with, oh, right. KFC. Yeah. 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 No, th- and that's, I was, I was going to bring that up because I was like, because you, I'd only heard those examples, but I actually assumed I'm like, I bet if you really like the guy, you wouldn't give a shit. It's just that if this guy's trying to make it transactional, you know, like I want your fucking time. And but don't get me wrong. Like, 
they could for sure still do. Absolutely. I'm just saying like, <laughs> like there's it becomes, it's, the it's with that, with the first guy in the example who's, who's like, you have to take it there. It's a deal breaker if he's going to take it to KFC. Yeah. But you would like the other guy to, at some point, take it a really nice dinner just to, to express like oh, his sure. affection and Oh, for sure. It's just like the value. first date, I'm not pressed. Like you yeah. choose. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But well, that goes back to that date that you went on that I third wheeled with you like multiple times, and then yeah. he was like foaming out the mouth because you wouldn't have sex with him, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you <laughs> brought that up because I thought that was a really interesting story of like, how old was that guy? Um, he was young. He was like 30. Yeah. Okay. He was like yeah. Because I, I think I was picturing older in my head, just because when like I when I hear guys like throwing money at women, I, I, like I, I automatically assume like, oh, he must be like 50, and this is yeah. his only way to. Right. To get girls is just be like, I'll fucking buy you whatever. Well, again, oh, yeah. He oh. was saying he was like, you're just like every LA, other LA girl. And to me, when I heard that, I'm like, I can picture a guy like that saying that. But I go, this guy has no fucking game whatsoever. Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. Because but, even if you felt that way, it's the biggest L on planet Earth to lose your shit at a girl because she won't fuck you. Just because yeah. you bought her dinner. Like, right. so, you know, it's it a, might be because he was a little bit foreign too, though. I think so. He Where was, was he from? Like Jamaica. Jamaica. Oh, interesting. Jamaican men. No, like Jamaican uh, men really are so crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, right off the bat, like, I, when, I, when I think Jamaican men, I think more like traditional outlooks on male female dynamics. Uh, Jamaican culture can be very homophobic. I know mm. Um, mm -hmm. they don't eat pussy. Is that a thing I've heard? Oh, I don't like, know. I've like never they... slept with a Jamaican man. Okay, because I've just I've I've heard multiple people reference that like eating pussy is considered gay. It's uh, just like a weird oh, thing really? to me. Yeah. I yeah. think we did ask him like a semi-gay question. He got really offended. Right. <laughs> yeah, he didn't like that gay talk. Yeah. No, but I think he You he think said I'm a butty liked... boy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did he what did he say? I, I don't know. He was talking crazy. Like <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like... Yeah, give me some... So I was, you know, I'm glad you, again, brought this specific date up because I was, like, picturing that scenario and you being the third wheel and he's just like, yeah, okay. Like, he's obviously trying to really impress you with his financial status. I always just say, status. like, I'm bringing my friend. Yeah. No, like, and that's cool. And, like, again, yeah. if if I was interested in a girl and she wanted to do that, I'd be like, yeah, we're going to have a great fucking time. Some guys get, like... I've talked to one guy and he got, yeah. like, hella mad. I wouldn't but be taking... But he still let me bring my friend. Yeah, I'd almost, like... You have to, at that point, you have to play cool because if you don't, it would imply like if, so if I'm taking you to a nice ass restaurant, yeah, I shouldn't be taking you there if I can only afford just one person. It's right. like, I should have so much money. It's like, oh, it doesn't fucking matter. Double that mm -hmm. bill and I'm still cool with it. And even you want to be a friend? Great. Yeah. Cause I'm still going to fuck you anyway. Even if 380 a person. <laughs> that's what I'm saying is like, you should like, don't, don't flex like that when it's like, oh, this is going to drain my bank account. Like, right. so it's almost like you're calling his bluff. I'm like, do you have that kind of money? Yeah. And are you just trying to fuck me? Because yeah. bringing the friend a lot, like I would, see, if I was trying to date you and you threw that curveball at me, like. I would have to think like my only play is to be like, yes, bring your friend and I'm going to entertain the shit out of both of you. And we're going to have this amazing time guy, though, and then leave it. And then we'll go on another date. It, as you know. a guy though, in most situations, I feel like if a girl says, can I bring my friend? Like, trust me, I enjoy that. But it's yeah. just like, she doesn't fuck with you. It would be a I'm signal. I'm bringing the homie, bro. She, she doesn't, that girl, that, doesn't that girl does not like you. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> a guy like, I would never like, yeah. want to bring my friend. Like, but here's the thing, the it's a, date, it'd be like, trapped so because wild. if you go like, if you, if I really liked you and there was some, I'd have to give you the benefit of the doubt that it's like, 
whatever reason, she doesn't feel safe, she doesn't whatever, but like I can't put in my mind, this girl doesn't like me because you're like, you're just so like thirsty to hang out with that girl. Like you're yeah. just like she's so like Have you been you on know? a date before where like a girl asked to bring a few of her friends? A few no. is crazy. Or a friend? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Like girls, the most girls I've ever done is like I remember a girl was like, um, she was gonna come over my this is a more like a let's meet up and fuck. And then she was like, Could we go out for dinner first just to like establish that you're not like a weirdo? And I'm like, Of course. Like you know, but that's, I'm just thinking of like the add-ons to like, we're going to do this. And then they like change it. I'm and like, they brought their friends. They, but they, no, they didn't bring their friend. But I know like girls will have some sort of safety mechanism. And it's like, you're going to have your girlfriend on call. You're going to have your girlfriend who knows where you are. There's, oh, I don't even do it for safety. Right. And I didn't mean to imply that. I just mean like. <laughs> She's I'm, not safe. I'm trying to, I'm trying to just like put myself in the position of this guy I would have the confidence oh. that I could I could spin that into seeing you like and but True, that's I wouldn't have tried to fuck you afterwards. Are, yeah, I would be like, yeah. we had a great time. Like it was nice meeting you, Mia. Like I'll call you soon and let it chill, and like see if there's any indicators of interest. Really on the date, right. I'd be I'd be assessing your attraction to me on the date. And if it turns out that this was just like your excuse to not like become intimate with me, yeah, I would just like put on a happy face and take the L and move on. Yeah, but mm -hmm. to get mad at you. Is just he was just definitely moving fast, like he was on turbo speed because we went to dinner one night and he literally asked to do dinner the next night. Yeah, yeah. Like we went to like three dinners. We went to literally like three yeah. or four dinners. Well, because it sounds like he was like trying to be like, days. if I buy you dinner three times, you owe me pussy. Yeah. Right, it's equivalent to three weeks. Right. Whereas, like, <laughs> here's another thing that um, I've heard before, and I. I have to assume it's true and I can kind of like think of my own examples of this coming true, but like women, when do women fall in love with guys when Wait, you're not can, together? Uh -huh. Can you hold that thought? I'll yes. repeat. Okay. Was I talking about how this guy has no game? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was your question? Uh, rewind the tape. Um, I know I was getting into like, like, so just, the, I guess, assessing the guy having no game. I'm forgetting the specific thing that we were talking about, but like, I was taking, you know, I was taking myself back to like picturing you guys on this date mm -hmm. and um, how he had no riz whatsoever. <laughs> but, and also just like anti riz, anti riz, um, getting mad at a woman for not having sex with you is just a so real, it's weird. like, like, cause you can't recover from that. You, you didn't talk to him again, I assume. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, because that at that point it just becomes dangerous because it's like, where right. are you? What's your intention? He was just here? like so pressed. Yeah. Right. Was just like, well, it's also like, it's not very masculine to appear emotionally unstable like that in the face of not getting what you want. I just don't get how situations like that are even like enjoyable to you as a man. Like, why would you want to like hook up with somebody that just doesn't even want to? Yeah, know? isn't that like... Correct. But yeah. that ruins it. I feel like sex is amazing when it's like both people are just like, yes. Absolutely. Like we we both want each other, you know? But me being like, oh, like let's just get it over with. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, no. What the I mean, fuck? it's, it's that's even... a crazy mentality and that's a great point that you're saying like if the woman isn't enthusiastic and she's not giving you these indicators of interest or like meeting you halfway or you touch like I remember reading this rule like don't kiss a woman after date until you've touched her seven times during the date. Oh. It sounds kind of silly, but then like, I remember trying it. I'm like, oh yeah. Like if you touch a woman's thigh, if you touch her arm, like 
even if it doesn't lead to the kiss, it allows you to see how she's perceiving mm-hmm. your physical affection. Right, yeah. that's you so know? true. And so you're not just sticking it's your a we- down Right, because a lot of guys think they <laughs> can that- just be like, all right, it's the end of the date. I've paid for things and, and picked you up and dropped right. you off. I'm going, the first physical contact we're going to have is lip to yeah. lip, mouth to mouth. And for women, it's like, whoa. Yeah, like, that's actually so funny that you bring that up because I was talking to my friend and she was telling me about this like nightmare date that she had first of all she meets this guy at a like a, a restaurant downtown and he pulls up on a bird scooter and he's like oh, riding his scooter his hair's blowing in the wind mm-hmm. like he's wearing like just like an abomination this of an was outfit. me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so it just starts off like that and then he like skirts around um and, no i mean look yeah. photo yeah. even if you needed it to like you know let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say the scooter was the most practical thing that he could have taken Park it a block away and roll up. Around the corner. Yeah. What human looks cool like making a first impression just, on a bird scooter? Yeah. Just, just call it Uber. Right. Or just park around the corner yeah. and walk to the restaurant. Right. Yeah. But, um, but automatically, I assume he's a dork. Automatically, yeah. It just he like, did not no start off. Respect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they sit down and she said it was just like the worst day ever. He was like, was not asking her any question, just talking Ooh. about himself. Like Ooh. rule number one. Yeah, you know? yeah. And he was just like a super fucking like rude to the waiters, the Ooh. servers, just oh like, like the worst. He's going to the checklist of things exactly. to fuck up on a day. And then she was <laughs> like, like every- she was like, I was not giving him the vibe at all. Like I was literally like silent the whole time. And they're saying goodbye. And then he just starts like aggressively making out, like shoving his tongue down her throat. And she was like so shocked. Like she was yeah. literally like, whoa, like I did not give you like any sort Correct. of sign that that was like. And that's a common story, I think. Like yeah. some form of did like. Did they meet on the app? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think you'll see, or at least I've heard a lot of stories like that from women where it's like, nothing about this date went well from my perspective. Yeah. And you're not checking in with any of that and going for the I am O'Day kiss or sex or whatever at the end of that and then getting disappointed. But like, these are all great little, like this checklist of things of like, you know, because guys, I mean, that's one thing that I think a lot of guys can serve to like, just do this mental experiment of like, imagine you're the girl on the date. Imagine being in her Mm -hmm. position and what would make an enjoyable date. Listening to you talk about your fucking cast iron skillets the whole time (laughs) or whatever, you know, your little hobby is. Yeah. Um, but like, I know that perspective. Like I know being an immature teenager, I'm like, oh, well, I'm interesting when I talk about myself. Like mm-hmm. I know that you can, men can delude themselves very easily, right. but like basic social skills, that's another thing. It's like game in part of this is like, learn basic social skills. Yeah. Learn how to like engage with a person. So you're not just going like, I have money. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I have think, a big car. I think that like plays into the delusion too when you're just like kind of fixated on like, oh, I really like this person, so they must like me type right. of thing. It's very self centered. You just like don't put any effort into thinking about like what they're like feeling. In right. Life. I think most guys can because like when you look into like what makes a woman attracted to a guy, what are the archetypes of human beings, and it's completely different than what makes a woman attracted to a man, but a lot of guys don't realize that. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. even looking good, you know, that's a part of it, but like, you guys can both, I'm sure, picture a hot guy who behaves in a way that can easily turn you off. By being rude to the waiter, by being a dick, by being self-centered, it's like, you could take a super hot guy in your mind that like, his behavior during the date will completely determine whether or not you wanna go home with him. Right. Right. 
Yeah. I had a guy come up to me the other day and he was like hitting on me and he's like, you know, you would look a lot hotter with black hair. I was like, that's like the first thing that you said to me, and that is just not a good thing. You at know what all. that reminds me of? Um, so crazy. Because you, in another podcast, you're talking about how somebody came up to you at a party and was like, "You got all the good genes." Oh um, yeah. Dude. It it reminds me of negging. Do you guys are you guys aware of no, negging? What is okay, that? so uh, this book called The Game mm. by Neil Strauss was written in in two thousand four. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like all about. Pick up, pick up artistry, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. like, you know, obviously, there's, there's like this huge niche industry of like how to get girls if you suck at getting girls. Mm-hmm. And of course, as like, if you're a guy, like, you can or- just be born with game. You can organically develop it. Like, I've had a lot of trial and error. I'm like, oh, this works and this doesn't, whatever. And you see, like, oh yeah, some of this does overlap. The theory of negging is you go up to a really hot girl and you say something that kind of it doesn't even have to be mean. And a lot of guys confuse it with that. They think that it's like, you're fat. And it's like, no, no, no that's not nagging. That's just being a dick. Mm-hmm. What it has to do is convey that you're not like shocked by her prettiness. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, like in the book, Neil Strauss uses the example and he's like this short, like bald, like guy with glasses, like on paper, he shouldn't be attractive, but he was like learned the game right. and was pulling super hot women. He goes up to this girl who's a Playboy model and goes, oh my God, you have the cutest teeth. They remind me of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> but see how it's like, it's borderline. You wouldn't be like, oh, he's insulting me. It's kind of like, it just leaves you a little bit like, what? Yeah, like, right. It's just kind of bold, you yeah. know, because it's not going, oh my God, you're the hottest girl I've ever seen. Like right. kind of attitude where like guys might, eat, you know. Literally, because I, I think that's so unattractive. It's like the guys that are just like in my DMs, like, oh my God, you're so Being hot. effusive. You're so yeah. beautiful. Oh, yeah. Can I see you? What? Yeah, I just want to hang out with you. Yeah, because like, like, it, it comes uh, off as really desperate right that's, away. Yeah. Where they could get to that point if but you establish like a little rapport. The guys, yeah, the guys I tend to go after, they're more like mysterious. Right. Like, I just think yeah, that if, if you're going to do the nagging thing, it's like a subtle, like Correct. playful thing. Every guy does. I've seen guys be like, you have a booger in your nose. It's like, dude, yeah. you're not doing it right. Yeah, like you're just, you're like, <laughs> it you're kind of, bloated today. Yeah, it, has, your stomach. <laughs> it has to convey a little bit of indifference, but it shouldn't be mean because then it's just like, right. you're a guy, like, because either you're being mean on purpose or you're being mean and you don't understand that you're being mean, which is a terrible indication of your social skills. Yeah. So like those two examples of this guy be like looking at another girl and being like, you're ugly, like like mm-hmm. essentially, right? And like- yeah. That playfulness is very important. Like I right. need playfulness. I can't just have you just be all- Right, like, right. I, I would say that's probably yeah. the key to yeah. like one of the underpinnings of flirting is like, can you go back and forth and not you make know. it feel like right. you're yeah. being a dick? Yeah. Be clever. Yeah. You know. yeah. I know. The last, the last girl I hooked up with started with just like a huge verbal argument and I huh. called her ugly and like. But that's not what you led with. <gasps> Why did you call her ugly? Dude, because like I was like really drunk and we were in the car and she was like being really rude to the guy who was hosting us. And I was like, bro, you can't talk to him like that. <laughs> you don't know who you are. Like you're mid. You're not even like hot. <laughs> like she was being like kind of but, a bitch. But then I felt that's, bad, so I apologized. You're really not actually that. That is an, that's another interesting pathway to hooking up because what I hear from that is like putting a girl in her place when she's legitimately acting out in an inappropriate way can be a turn on for women. It is. Like if you're like acting like a brat and you're like, hey, you need to shut the fuck up right now. It's like, oh, like this guy's going to tell me what's up. And it, but because that's not mean. It's mm-hmm. just being like, hey, I'm being assertive right now and doing like what's actually best for you. And I've had a number of yeah. instances where it's like, you would think it almost comes off as hostile, but then like 
you kind of gain the woman's respect. And then you don't, as he's saying like, yeah, then we talked about it. And was it wasn't a big deal, but like that sparked something in her that you're not a pussy, you know? <laughs> yeah. I have, I don't have a thought on that. Cause I feel like I don't do anything like out of pocket no, where never. like a guy would have to like yeah. tell me to shut you're up. Not a, you're not a brat archetype. I guess yeah, not. No. But I think that's kind of funny what Austin said, because I feel like that's the one comeback that a guy has. Like when you you're do mid. something, you're, so you're not even hot, you're mid. Uh -huh. like, right. Well, like, you know, okay. Do you guys know Noel? My friend Noel, who's a uh, Isaiah Miranda's girlfriend, like she's a she like a fitness girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, she's very pretty, like conventionally pretty, and like she's always. I'll see her sometimes, and like, I know that she'll be upset about like comments that people leave on her fucking. I'm like, show me the fucking comments, and it'd be like, she's mid. I'm like, oh my god, this fucking she's mid stuff. Yeah. Like, but that's that again. That's not even a comeback. So go the moment you have somebody preemptively coming to your page to tell you how not hot you are, <laughs> like you can safely bet they think okay, you're yeah. hot you the know what I mean like, like not it's even. not you know it's a different thing of like if a girl's acting like she's entitled to something because she thinks she's hot and she's like I'm a fucking 10 like then it might be appropriate to be like you're not a 10 dude right. and I actually didn't even know what she looked like I was in the back seat just blindly throwing it out see I was just about to say like that's such a like a like a sheep uh, fucking come back with like all the little young and boys around here. It's like that's just like an automatic yeah. like she's mid. Yeah, but she it, it like, obviously affected her, she right? Was like I've been to Beverly Hills before. Like I've been, this isn't cool. Like you think you're cool because you're uh, in this house, blah blah blah. Yeah. I was like, bro. So like, she was acting bitchy. I mean, like yeah, I don't like. I think that's. Out, where did that's, you meet this lady? We yeah, picked she her sounds up at the, crazy. We picked up some girls at the bungalow, or like my ah. friends did while I was like walking around, and then I would just stumble drunk into the car, like. <laughs> Do they all have terrible personalities like her, or? No, most most chicks are pretty cool, but uh, hey, I'd agree with that statement. Some LA girls, you know, <laughs> most chicks are LA pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, the bungalow seems like the type of place you'd pick up a girl like that. She ended up being cool though, like. Maybe that was just like a drunk spurt. I'd well, hope. no, that's why I went up to her and apologized. Mm, it's a story of my sex like, life. I'm sorry, I drunk kind spurt. Of yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucked up, dude. I like barely even remember it. You're a white girl wasted. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, you do get white girl wasted, Austin. I was standing up for the homie, though. Yeah, you were. <laughs> what would be like a... Have you thought about like a worst date scenario that you've had? Like, have you had like a like a nightmare date? Yeah, well, one time I flew a girl out. Um, like... <laughs> I'd never make this mistake again. I like FaceTimed with her. And I, I remember being like, oh, it must be like bad reception. Because like there's like a delay in what she's saying. And I'm like, I'll call you back later. She's like, and I remember her being like, oh no, it's actually like, it's fine. What I can hear you. And I, but like I, every time I said something, it was like pause. And then she kept talking and, uh, I remember flying her out from Georgia and immediately <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she has the worst personality. Like it wasn't the delay on the FaceTime this person's stupid. That's not a date per se, but I just remember immediately being like, how the fuck do I get out of this? We so always like, talk about that. They were like, what? You guys are taking such a risk flying girls yeah. out because it's like they could be a complete weirdo and no, then you're stuck with them literally. for like a whole weekend. Yeah. And I've met people off the internet before, like, and I think I have a pretty good, like I let my guard down. I didn't do the vetting process that I normally, but like if I, like whether it's friend or romantic, or whatever, if you talk to somebody enough on the internet, I do think you can get a good, 
read of who they are. Yeah. This was just me like, I skipped these parts being like, oh, it'll be fine. Like I've done this a couple of times before. It'll be right. fine. And then it wasn't fine at all. Yeah. I didn't get along with her at all. And I found myself having to like make up an excuse to be like, oh shit, I have to like, fucking go. The uh, time I was flued out, like I was spending time with his like best friends, family, like who just yeah. leaving me at his house by himself. Like, Did that make you feel uncomfortable? Myself? Because I, I kind of hate being left places where it's like, don't leave me with your grandma. No, like, like I was just like, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. Like going downstairs. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> she, I was literally Sophia like calling was... Mia, like shaking. I was like, oh my God. So like we woke up. Um, you, you should know, get we your were, own hotel room. That's no, the real thing. Is like, No, we were chilling in his room yeah. and he's a basketball player. So he just like has all his friends living there. Yeah. And um, we were just like. He took a shower and then is like, okay, so if I'm going to go downstairs, like. <laughs> Fend for yourself. Like, he's like, you, after your shower, just like come down there. And I could just hear all of them, like all the boys just chilling, like <laughs> laughing at the TV. The chef was cooking yeah. it up. Yeah. And I just walked down and I'm like, hi. Yeah. Like, where are you supposed to sit? Like, everyone's like sprawled out. You're no, like, 100%. Oh. No, he's like, all laying down. You should have just like cannonballed on the like, Hey, <laughs> hey <guys."> boys. Yeah. <laughs> and this was, this was right when I got like the morning that I got there. So, like, I kind of had to do introductions. I, oh, like, 100%. Was, I mean, I'm, I'm, like, I'm feeling the pain of this interaction <laughs> over here. Oh, my Thinking God. Thinking about that for myself, like, with any, like, and I'm sure you handled it just fine, but like, it should be on him. To do that introduction. Well, yeah. yeah, like everybody was, they were unfazed by me. Like they were yeah. like, hey, what's up? Right, right, That right. probably means that he just does that all the yeah. time. No. So it's just regular. Yeah. Like, no. Oh, this is the flavor or, like, of the week. There's no reason to like be mean. It's like, oh, there's a girl here. Like, let's be nice to her. Right. right. But at the same time, yeah, I think. But I'm just like, what if I was a weirdo? Right. Yeah, and you just like, like got mad. Or, no, it's so a big When you fly somebody out, it's like, like you're stuck here. What if I was here. a crazy bitch? Yeah. <laughs> or you could just like steal a bunch of shit too. Like, right. I don't know. You could be a thief yeah. or like yeah. a spy or something. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I'm sure that, you know. Guys take these gambles. They do. Because they go, like, and if you're dealing with an NBA player or something like that, like, women are trying to get pregnant by him. You know, so he has to have that somewhere in his mind that it's like, if you have stuff to be taken advantage of, because it's kind of a funny meme, the guys are like, you know, I don't want a gold digger. It's like, you have $200 to your name, sir. Like, yeah, you know, right. You don't, you don't have anything. <laughs> you work at Jiffy. You, you have no gold to be mind. dug. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, if you're if you're a high-value man like that, like mm. legitimately like have means, I assume it'd be a whole different vetting process and you'd have to look for different, you'd have to get really good at like understanding these subtler cues yeah. of somebody who's trying to make themselves not seem like that. Uh -huh. He's so crazy. I just don't even think he, oh, really? he pays attention to cues. Do you guys still talk or how did that turn out? <laughs> like, was it a fun weekend? Oh yeah. It was a fun weekend. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like we're, we're cool. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I I'm don't know. Like, I, I'm not pressed over him, and I feel like he's just chilling. So. Yeah, I feel like I don't. I haven't really like been around a lot of athletes. Like you probably know more than me, but like I feel like they're like little boys, like eternally. This just one, it's, like you play like basketball. This like, one is like an game. immense little boy. Yeah, yeah. Crazy no, I mean, I always think about like if you gave me fucking like millions of dollars out of high school or whatever his age was that he like hit it big. Like even in your early twenties, your brain isn't fully developed. Yeah, I've had certain things happen to me in my life that just have humbled me in a way where I'm like, oh, I know I'm never going to act like that again. And I think a lot of guys are like more arrogant maybe in their teens and 20s. I think it just 20s depends and, though. Like yeah. I feel like I've You could be raised to, right. And, this and, one is like, 
he's a known like dorky. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like that's his persona but, is like nerdy. I would say so it's it's like, it's like either way it presents him, challenges. Like, it would test you at least. Yeah, super childish, but like I don't know. I've talked to like real Man. Real men. Yeah. Real men. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just so different. did you send this girl back to Georgia or you just. <laughs> yeah, I, I bounced and was like, I'm going to give you. She was like, I'm like, oh, man, I have a family emergency. Like, I can't hang out anymore after mm-hmm. this first night. And um, then I like she's like, I don't have any money. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I have to like I'm sending her money to like get to the fucking airport. And, like, oh, take but it was just like oh I was like, God. I cannot subject say, myself. I don't to have any day. money is crazy. <laughs> yeah. To I'm be like, you flew across the, Georgia. You know. <laughs> no, but, like, I'm just I would never type anybody. Just I don't have money. I don't have, <laughs> yeah. I don't have any money. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. She literally said I have no money. So maybe yeah. that was her reverse hustling me. You know, I know. I just heard of this girl. Um, who she had sex with this guy who she's been hooking up with for a while. She's an older woman, so she like wanted to have kids. Mm, 39. Yeah. Damn. And so she... wait, I'm an older man too. <laughs> no, the clocks are different. I'm just kidding. I'm totally yeah, making a woman. joke. Well, I mean, I, know, I was, I didn't know if you meant like she was in her sixties or like in her thirties. Oh no, 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 yeah. no. But yeah, she's like 39. She doesn't really want to have like a disabled baby, you know, like yeah. time's ticking. And she had been, like, hooking up with this guy or, like, they're, like, dating. And he, like, was, like, being, like, super toxic with her. Like, they'd break up, get back together, all that. Um, And they had sex with a condom. And she went in the bathroom, took the uh, (laughs) – took his semen from the condom and, like, on a tissue paper and, like, shoved it up her vagina. Did it work? Yeah. Now she's pregnant. And now she gets $13,000 a month child support. Yeah, that's the crazy part is, like, I've thought about this before as, like, a philosophical conundrum is, like – is the guy like like if you could prove that she did that, would that legally um, uh, you know separate yeah. you from the situation, or is it like anytime you have sex with any woman, given the fact that a condom is only ninety nine percent effective, like are you accepting the risk by having intercourse, even if the woman says I have an IUD, are you wearing a condom, all these things, that she, like like you're still on the hook, I guess. I think so. I mean, even if you had cameras in the whole place and like yeah. watched her do it, I feel like that was like consenting to like an right. act. Right, right. Consenting to an act you... where there's a chance you could get pregnant. Yeah. So, but I would like, I'd love to unpack that and be like. She admitted yeah. that she stuffed it up. Yep. Her... Cause see, I would just say. And that's what I said. I'm like, I, if I, I would, would never. I would just that. say like, damn, like. Who is the guy? condoms again? don't always work. The guy he was like kind of her like boyfriend fling like type, but he wouldn't like commit to her. But he was age? wealthy. Yeah. Okay. He he was like a property developer. Oh, in, like, gotcha, Marin. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Is he that yeah. age too? <laughs> he was like forty something. Uh, yeah, mid forties. That's no so kids. much money a month though. Thirteen thousand no, no. oh, bucks. Actually, he had kids, but they were like older. Uh, so like he wasn't trying to have yeah. like more babies. So is he excited? I'm. I don't. I'm assuming not. <laughs> is she? You knew this person? I. She's a friend of a friend. Is she hot. I don't know what she looks like, actually. Um, I'm assuming she's not the bad looking. I respect yeah. it. I was kind of picturing hot. Like, yeah. she's, she's 39. She can get a wealthy guy in her 40s. Yeah. You know, because if he's wealthy, he probably has options. Yeah. I mean, like, she just wanted to have kids, I guess. But, I mean, I would just adopt at that point. Or yeah. Like, isn't that fun? Because, like, you still, like, we understand the desire and the urgency that she feels. However, the unethical means, like, you tricked a guy into having, like, getting right. using his fucking sperm so to get yourself devious. pregnant it's so malicious like, she's like could can you... i see you tonight 
<laughs> no, I would never do that. I would yeah. not even yeah. want to have a kid if the guy was telling me that he didn't want it. I'd be like, I'm not having this kid. I would, right, right. I want a family structure. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a weird thing to be like, like, yeah. it's like, you're like blackmailing fatherhood out of him. Right. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh yeah, well I got your fucking kid in my yeah. stomach. What no, bitch? You you're going to love him. Yeah. You're going to love me. It's like a weird starting point. And then like, what do you tell the kid? Like, I, it's just a, yes, a crazy way to start yeah. off. Like, where there's this basic antagonism between the parents. Yeah. yeah. Because of that. fraud inception. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like we've been talking for a while. Huh? So, yeah. yeah. This has been a good conversation. I'm yes. glad you guys enjoyed it. I enjoyed yes. it as well. Let's, thank you for having me on. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Where can people find you, Mark? People can find me uh, at Hella Mark Harley pretty much everywhere. Hella, NorCal, YouTube, baby. Instagram, Twitters. Venmo. Venmo. I actually, I make it all the same. Cash <laughs> If anybody wants to send me money, I'm not going to stop you from doing that. Right. Maybe OkCupid. Okay, OkCupid. Okay, Is future? that still an app? I don't know. I don't know. Grinder, <laughs> Tinder. <Yeah. laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, guys. Peace Talk out. Talk soon.